Salutations. Welcome to Pod Mortem. I'm Travis Hunter, joined as always by my co-host, my sister and my brother-in-law. Hi, I'm Renee Hunter Vasquez. Hi, I'm John Paul Vasquez. This week, we're broadcasting live from the control room of the Sandon House discussing the 2013 horror thriller, The Purge. This film was written and directed by James DeMonico. Anchored by an intriguing premise and fantastic lead cast, The Purge attempts social and political commentary through the lens of the home invasion subgenre of horror. While the film received mixed reviews from critics, it would go on to achieve box office success on a modest budget and would spawn its own franchise, including four sequels and a television show. This film was suggested to us by friends of the show Kristen Lofton, Antonio Casas Huerta, and Nathan Wofford. We want to thank them all for their support and the suggestion. So, The Purge, what were your first impressions on the film? Did we we watch this together, right? We did. Okay. It was 2013, so All it right. was back when we had yeah. a Hastings. Oh, oh yeah. man! And I remember renting it. R.I.P. Hastings. I know. Yeah, I love that place. I don't want to talk about it. So hard to say goodbye. <laughs> Should we sing? <laughs> I think. I mean, but honestly, it's so hot. All right, that's enough. <laughs> you know, honestly, that wasn't a bad harmony. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. And we're also very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't really remember a lot of it, or I mm-hmm. didn't remember a lot of it. I can't remember if I liked it or not when I first seen it. Mm-hmm. I want to say that I probably did. Um, but watching it now for the show, man, <laughs> I did not enjoy this movie. And I'm not saying that it's not bad to somebody else, but uh-huh. to me, it just didn't. It, there was just so much against it, I guess, watching it. I was like, why? Choices, do you know what I mean? Yeah. There were certain choices about the movie that were made that I was like, why? You know what I mean? It just kind of like, it, I was taken aback by certain things. What's funny to me is that we have a pod mortem group chat. We do. Yeah. And <laughs> as you were watching it, you were texting us like, man, I don't. Yeah. I was laughing out loud at work because you were not having it. You were no. straight up not having a good time. I was not. Your live tweet, basically. Yeah. Well, see, I've, I just, I, I like Ethan Hawke. Yes. I like. Uh, Lena Headey. Right. And I mean, I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't work for me. I don't know what it was. It worked against itself towards me, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because I feel like you complain about choices a lot Mm -hmm. in movies. And I'm like, but if they didn't make bad choices, we wouldn't have a movie. Right. But this time I'm. uh, Yeah, I'll, I'll, Yeah. I'll allow it. But in all honesty, it literally is one bad choice that gives us this movie. Without yeah. it, yeah. it's not there at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously I have the same origin story mm-hmm. of the first time we watched it. And I think I liked it okay. Right. But I literally never watched it again. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I was really excited for it. And we had, I mean, Jackson had to be a newborn. Yeah. We had two small kids. We weren't going to the movies. Oh, no, you so weren't. So we waited for it to come out. We rented it. And I feel like I was a little disappointed because mm-hmm. it had looked so good like the premise oh yeah the yeah. premise is immaculate and i think that maybe it just didn't live up to that for me but i will yeah. say <laughs> i didn't hate it or anything but i never watched another purge i've never seen another purge film and then watching this for the show i didn't remember any of it yeah i will say well just to get mine out of the way i saw this at, <laughs> <laughs> i saw this at the theater with our parents and 
personally, I was so excited based on that premise. Yes, it's great. And then as the film continued and when it was over, I was like, bait and switch. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, because you yeah. probably thought you were going to be in The Purge. Exactly. Like, in the night. Like the film that they sell you is not the film you get. Oh, not at all. I will say this is almost The Strangers-esque. Yeah, in all oh, fairness. I mean, yeah. you almost don't need the whole purge night scenario Not honestly really. but the thing is is that it's such an interesting idea it really is and it's pretty underutilized yeah i did read several interviews and i did also see it on imdb where demonico because people are like hey how come you know you sold us on this like purge night thing <laughs> and then you just spend the whole goddamn movie in a house in yeah <laughs> they weren't that confrontational during the interview <laughs> but and then they fought he lit yeah and then they after they woke up from getting knocked out <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no but he actually he's like look he literally said in an interview with screen crush i believe he said look if i saw the trailer and then i saw the movie that came out I'd be frustrated too. Oh yeah. I was like, God damn now. <laughs> At least he's honest. <laughs> yeah. In all, in all fairness, he did say that when he was promoting the second movie, which is more mm. in line yeah. with what we want. Yeah. See, and I'll, I'll have to watch those, but he, he did kind of not necessarily make excuses, but he did mm-hmm. say, look, you know, it was a 19 day shoot. And it was $2.7 million. Yeah. He's like, we <laughs> kind of like, we guys, we did the best we yeah. could. <laughs> this is what we had. Yeah. Yeah, but Ethan Hawke isn't a small get. No. I, I read is, uh, Cersei. Lena Heedy, yeah. yeah. Cersei. <laughs> I read that Ethan Hawke did it for 3000 up front. And mm-hmm. then he made more, you know, as the movie sold. What? But he did it as a favor. So, yeah, he's Ethan Hawke, but he wasn't getting paid Ethan Hawke money. Okay, but look at, like, I know we've talked, not on the show, but uh-huh. at... Terrence Howard mm-hmm. and Iron Man. If yeah, you would have just shut put, your mouth, yeah, yeah. shut up, <laughs> put your head down, and yeah, just take take in the role for whatever they were paying you. You would have paid off later. Uh huh. You would have been War Machine. <laughs> now you're not. I feel like you what just is, came yeah, with an axe to grind. You just felt like being angry at Terrence <laughs> Howard. Well, should have been War Machine, right? But it's okay. We, we got we Don blessed. Cheadle. Yeah, Don that's Cheadle. right. <laughs> but the funny thing I do want to talk about because I always anytime. I think about The Purge, the first film. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, the idea is fantastic. The movie's not yeah, great. Yeah, no. You know? mm-hmm. The thing is, is that I read two different stories from DeMonico as to where he came up with this idea. Right. And both of them, I think, <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to call the man a liar. <laughs> I, I just don't think that they're as interesting as other alternatives. So right. let, let me get into that real quick. He said- I've read one. Is this the Road Rage incident? Yes. His first idea was that he got into kind of a road rage incident. Mm -hmm. His wife is in the car with him. He almost comes to blows with another man on the road. Right. He gets back in the car and his wife's like, man, there should be one day a year where murder is legal. And then he's like, hmm. (laughs) And so for me, I'm like, I don't really like that story. But the other other story he said was he's like, well, I was watching TV when I was living in France and I saw how the French media covers violence and how the American media covers violence. And I was like, I want to make the purge basically from that. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. He wanted to make Le Pille. pille. (laughs) But here and here are two things that he oddly did not attribute the idea of the purge to that i think are way more in line with reality Mm -hmm. the first is i believe it was a roman celebration a long time ago right called saturnalia and 
I learned this on the infographic show. What they would do is it started as a one day like feast. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into a week long celebration where the leaders decided that we'll just make it to where laws aren't a thing. Man, they were always doing the Damn. most. Yeah. They were going fucking <laughs> yeah, <no>. nuts. <laughs> and they said straight up, they're like, well, if we let people kind of let everything out of their system, the rest of the year, they'll be cool and docile and chill. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't that feel much closer to what? Uh, literally know? what this movie yeah. is. Exactly. Yeah. And then the last one is I was talking to mom and we were talking about the purge in general. And she was like, well, this sounds like a bit of dialogue from Alfred Hitchcock's rope. And Mm -hmm. I I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah. And she said, there is a scene where they're kind of having a party and I believe it's James Stewart's character. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I'm probably even getting all that wrong, but (laughs) (laughs) we're not here to talk about ropes. No, we're not. (laughs) You're allowed to make mistakes. (laughs) But he literally says that there should be a day or a week, a year where people are allowed to murder each other. And he says it would solve poverty. It would solve unemployment. And he even says it should be reserved for the rich. <laughs> like, it's literally the purge. So I understand that. And uh-huh. that's a problem I have with, with the film. Yeah. Yeah, I think we might. Yeah. Have the same we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> now, before we release the beast on this film, we would like to issue a warning for spoilers. Pod Mortem is a very in-depth podcast. And in thoroughly discussing horror films, we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film, then come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, let's sound the alarm. So the film begins with on-screen text reading, America, 2022. Unemployment is at 1%. Crime is at an all-time low. Violence barely exists, with one exception. Now, this is a big exception. Yeah. It's <laughs> a massive exception. Did anybody else feel some type of way that this is next year? Oh, yeah. Because... <laughs> yeah. Watching this in 2013, you're like, man, we'll have everything solved by then. No, (laughs) no, no, we we don't. But we then get a quote reading, blessed be the new founding fathers for letting us purge and cleanse our souls. Blessed be America, a nation reborn. So for me, we're already starting off good because this kind of sets up a kind of almost dystopian idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that shit always intrigues me. Yeah. And so I'm like, no, you're still I'm still on board. Yeah. There's something about the new founding fathers that I I don't appreciate that title at all. Like, I don't it's either. horrifying. No, I don't I like don't. it at all. It's uh, it's upsetting. <laughs> you wonder the the reason I hate it so much is because it's it's got a plausibility to it. Oh, absolutely. Right. That Especially could, now. Oh could, yeah. Like in oh, a lot yeah. of ways, this film was ahead little, of its time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little prescient, yeah. But to the sound of Debussy's Claire de Lune. And intercut with the opening credits, we see a montage of mayhem through CCTV. A man shoots another man in the gut in Jacksonville, Florida. A mob jumps a passerby in Syracuse, New York. Another man in South Bend, Indiana, fires his gun recklessly into the street. These violent actions continue in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Huntsville, Alabama, etc. In a long shot, we see a man in Westminster, Colorado, sink an axe into a downed victim, wrenching it out of him. A bloodied woman retreats from harm in Elgin, Illinois. An Alaskan man is stabbed to death. A fire burns, bursting from a storefront window in Salem, Oregon, Maine, Tennessee, Rhode Island, Georgia, all the same. And of course, Texas. Woo-woo. Represent. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, so I have to say, for me, this is such an effective opening. Absolutely. Even if it's kind of a ripoff of A Clockwork Orange with juxtaposing the classical music with the ultraviolence. Right. But... 
I, I, I like this a lot. I didn't even catch that, mm. but that's what I love about it so much is the dichotomy of such beautiful music with Horrible horrifying. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love classical music. Right. And so I enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. The problem I have with this is that it's a lie to the movie. Yeah. So it's no, it is. No, you're one. It is cool, and you're like, oh shit, this is what we're fixing to get into. Mm-hmm. No, 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 you're no. not. <laughs> now hold <Yeah>. on. <laughs> and it's it's funny because in that interview I talked about the screen crush one. Demonico said this opening of I guess turmoil and mayhem right. of I guess past Purge Nights yeah, yeah. is something that he had added to the film mm-hmm. after the fact. Oh, all right, all right. He called it the best part of the movie. Well, oh. I don't know that I disagree with him. Right. Yeah. But but it lasted maybe a minute. (laughs) A long enough to get to and directed by. But another thing it did remind me of is the old video game Manhunt. Dude, that was my fucking game. I loved Manhunt. It's funny because I wrote it down. I was like, Nay and I played this as kids and we shouldn't have. And then I was like, well, in all honesty, Nay played and I watched. (laughs) (laughs) I I couldn't be that close to it. (laughs) We still shouldn't have, though. No, that part's true. Throwing bricks and shit. Yeah, it's a good game. So good. Pigsy and shit. Pigsy. (laughs) (laughs) You guys remember Pigsy? (laughs) But... We transitioned from the montage to a shot of James Sandin, played by Ethan Hawke, driving home and chatting on speakerphone with a client. Now, as you said at the beginning with him accepting like $3,000 up front, Uh I read in Variety that, uh, you know, the typical Blumhouse, low budget, high box office fashion, Ethan Hawke ended up making $2 million for this movie. God damn. I... uh, we're shaking our head because we can't even imagine yeah. <laughs> that that amount of money. Yeah. Well, uh, again, just come on. Are man. you going to talk, about, talk Terrence about Terrence Howard yes. again? Yes. <laughs> One thing I do want to say, because I can already tell from the onset that there's going to be a lot of critique here. One thing that we can say is Ethan Hawke always brings it. Oh, yeah. I, don't I think, like Ethan Yeah. Hawk. I don't think anybody's here to dispute that no. at all. And we'll get to his co-star in a moment because I have something I really desperately need to say in regard to Lena Headey. Okay. But James assures the client on the telephone that his security system has been repaired and that he'll be safely locked in tight tonight. After getting a much-deserved thank you, he hops on the phone with his secretary to learn that he is, in fact, number one in sales of his security company. He congratulates his secretary, saying it's all a team effort, gets off the phone with her, and wishes her a safe night as well. As James drives down the street, we see a man placing a bouquet of blue flowers outside on his lawn, similar to the flowers we see on James's dashboard. So at first I was like, oh, you know, this seems like kind of the flowers you would see at like a roadside memorial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it or, does. You know, so I was like, oh, wow, maybe this person lost someone in right, the purge. Right. But we learned the real reason in a moment, uh-huh. which I don't really like. <laughs> <laughs> but James turns on the radio as he drives through the large gates of his community. The host on the radio fields calls from all over the country to get their thoughts on tonight's purge. One man says poor people can't afford to protect themselves and are the real victims of the purge. And the host rushes him off quickly with a, well, we all have our own opinions. Uh. <laughs> no, no, but that part, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's I kind mean, of the most important thing. Yeah. This is supposed to be what for America or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like even in this fucking alternate universe the poor still get shafted yeah Yeah. like it's it's bullshit can it just be like like 
if you don't have candy to hand out on Halloween, just turn your lights off. Like, and can like, you just not participate? Oh, I guess we can't kill those people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like there's got to be some rule. But then again, at the same time, you're like, well, maybe that was the whole point to begin with. Oh. And I oop. And I oop. But the host then takes another call from a woman who plans to stay home, locked in with her new security system. James kind of nods his head like, hell yeah, that's me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. But then the next caller says he's going to hunt down his boss. And the host is like, <laughs> people be purging. <laughs> I was like, so we're just openly yeah. like. Everyone's super chill with it. And he literally says, well, the street's going to be running red tonight when people release the beast in record numbers. I was like, release the beast. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. That was a family guy joke. It was. Firstly. That's true. Yeah. Um, secondly, all crime is legal. Yes. I'm on some Mr. Robot shit. Oh, yes. Let's take away everybody's debt. Let's mm -hmm. fucking cancel student loans. Why are we killing each other? That's what they want us to do. It's the it's literally the only crime that really gets discussed here. You don't hear yeah. about a heist. Yeah. Why aren't we yeah. breaking like, into banks and taking them? I did it on GTA 5 and it is not that hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got a wild card in your group. It's super easy. Get you a Trevor. Yeah. You're fine. Oh, I, and I think that too is what kind of bothered me was that. Mm -hmm. That's all we're talking about. So don't call it a all crime or uh, you know all yeah. crime is legal because you're just not say murder. Even, yeah, just say murder. Just say murdering poor people. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, let's be honest. No, I mean, letting if, the rich murder that poor uh -huh. people. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to, you could just go jaywalk and yeah, right. no shit. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, guess <laughs> what, guys? Yeah, but and that's the thing that fucking sucks is that if you are, you're like, you know what? I am gonna participate in purge night. I'm going to go rob a bank. Well, you're dead. Good luck crossing the street. Yeah. <laughs> you're dead. Like, it's fucking unbelievable. But James pulls over to chat with his neighbor, Mr. Callie, played by Tom Yee, who is out walking his dog. Mr. Callie confirms that he's done a test of his security system. And James is like, cool, I only, you know, sell the best. So no worries there. They wish each other a safe night and part company. That's when the radio host chimes in, reminding listeners to buy their blue Baptisia flowers and display them proudly to show their support for the purge. That's what the flowers are for. Gross. Very gross. My thing was, you know, it's cool and all, but why these flowers? Like, I don't need a massive amount of exposition or anything. I just think it would be cool to kind of get some background of how they settled on all these traditions. Right. Fair. You know? Yeah. I feel like, I mean, yeah, that's really accurate. I But like, there's like a lot of blue peppered throughout this. So yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's symbolic, except for one well, character yeah. who only wears white. That uh -huh. we'll get to. You can't see me rolling my eyes, but I'm rolling my <laughs> eyes. We'll get to it in a minute. Well, let me just say, I mean, it's not like the color blue has ever represented state sanctioned violence or a never. total you know, lack of accountability or consequence. <laughs> That's never been. No. All right. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> but the other thing is when James arrives at the house, he goes home again, home again, jiggity jig. I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again, I know we like Ethan Hawke, but I was yeah. like, what the fuck? I, he, can, he can only do the best with what he's been That's fair. I, now I guess. <laughs> in all fairness i i had to look it up because i'm like there's no fucking way that that's just a yeah. thing it's apparently a very old nursery rhyme and i thought it was mm. more purge stuff that i just didn't understand right right i was like is this what you say when you greet people and only purge yeah night. you put out your flowers and then and you then, say jiggy yeah. jig. <laughs> but james shuts off the car snags his flowers and heads inside that's when we finally get the title card, The Purge. 
I do also want to say that the radio reminded everyone to release the beast again before he got yeah. out of the car. We get it. Stop yeah, trying to make I, that happen. Yeah, no. <laughs> they won't stop, dude. They say release the beast like eight million times in this movie. And it's for me, it's the funniest fucking sentence I've ever heard. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like a slogan for Monster Energy Drink or something. Oh my god. It like does. it doesn't even sound that's what the country settled on for the purge. Yeah. Release the beast, folks. <laughs> okay. Snap into a slim gym. But <laughs> <laughs> In the lower third, we get text that reads, March 21st, 2022, 5.58 p.m., 62 minutes until the start of the annual purge. I did think it it was interesting that it begins on the equinox for spring. Oh, I didn't even think of that. So maybe it's like a, well, reborn, nation reborn. So, all right, I I see what you're doing, James DeMonico. (laughs) (laughs) But we see James enter the house and announce his arrival to his wife, Mary, played by Lena Headey. He grouses about his day, talking about all the security checks and how the traffic is worse than last year. Mary is hard at work on dinner, and she tells James that the kids are in their rooms. She takes the flowers from him and says that she'll put them outside and in water. So my thing that I wanted to say about Lena Headey uh-huh. is not only do I love her tremendously oh yeah, as both an actress and as a person, mm-hmm. I feel very bad because I feel like she has nothing to do in this movie. No, she doesn't. I'm glad you said that because I do like her too, but in this movie, not so much. She's no. such a phenomenal actress that it's a waste. Yeah. You yeah. really could have gotten anybody. Honestly, yeah. if I get Lena Headey, I'm adding some meat to whatever oh, no, character. Yeah. I know, mean, even if even if we make her just like a super villain in the film, even if we make <laughs> her like, I mean, you could do anything. She's Lena Headey yeah. and you give her a role that could have gone to anyone. Anyone, yeah. Kind of like, she could have had Ethan's Hawks role and then hey. she could have got a different husband who does nothing. Yeah. Why not? If she's willing to do it instead of being like, eh, you got to pay me later. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? She's like, shit, I just want to be in the movie. Give me what you got. And we'll, you know, we'll discuss. I'm just happy no, to be doing yeah, this shit. 100%. You know no, what I mean? You're right. You're right. She could have been lead. Uh-huh. Why not have her be lead? I feel like JP might be a producer because he's <laughs> very on about people's salaries. <laughs> but I get it. I totally get it. He's a born producer. Yeah. And <laughs> Terrence is asking for too much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think the other thing that gets me is that I wonder how much of this is about appearances or if they're actually down with the purge. Right. Because you know if they don't put the flowers out, the neighbors are going to talk about it. Right, right. But he also works for a security business that protects rich people like yeah. him from <laughs> the purge. He's benefiting from the purge. Yeah. I think they're into it. That's that's. Look at this fucking house. Oh, it's stupid. Oh, yeah. That's how we have the house. If we didn't have the purge, they don't need security systems. Uh-huh. We don't have this house. Right. They're Gated down, community. They're down with the purge. That sucks. They're yeah. down. But before James can retire to his office to get some last minute pre-purge work done, Mary calls him back to let him know that their daughter has been pouting all day and says that he'll have to do something about the, quote, whole Henry situation. James is like, fuck all that noise. Henry's 18. He's not getting any younger. So she'll just have to get over it. So we're already getting some drama. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have to ask. Yes. I know we haven't seen her yet in our plot outline, but how old do y'all think she's supposed to be? Now that, I mean... We're bringing up him being 18. In my mind, she's not 17. No. Because that's not a big deal. No. Is she 15? Is she 16? I did think I read somewhere that she's supposed to be 16, but I just, I mean, 
she seems she looks like an adult yeah she, she, that was my she problem. does but all teenagers look, look like adults in, in movies, movies well, yeah they're like true. 28 but, <laughs> but i'm like how old are you supposed to be and right. him being 18 yeah. it's automatically no it's hard to gauge because the funny thing is i read on imdb that she is actually a year older than the actor who plays <laughs> who plays her old boyfriend that she's supposed to be, you know. So it kind of throws you for a loop because yeah. you're like, well, it looks like they should be together. Yeah. I'm it just I'm just curious. It just made me curious. Like I wish that they would have said She's sixteen years old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just to make it more like or make us like, ooh, no, yeah, yeah. 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no. I mean, they could just be overprotective and she's 17 yeah. i just feel like we never yeah. really got the full story and when she lo- she's older than him in real life right. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't i'm help. getting nothing there no. yeah but he says that he's got good news for the whole family and that he'll share it at dinner and then he heads to his office mary stays in the kitchen watching a video where a behavioral scientist explains the science behind the purge he looks like they just woke him up to do this <laughs> <laughs> he looks so tired but He says that human beings are inherently violent, and so isolating violence to one night a year allows people to release their aggression, not the beast. He actually said aggression. (laughs) Thank God. And he says that it actually benefits society for the rest of the year. Does that gel? No. (laughs) Okay. I was like, that to me. I I have had some psych classes. We didn't study the purge, but (laughs) something about it makes me feel like, no. no. I feel like, I mean... I'm even going back to the abnormal psych classes that I took when we talk about uh, psychopathy and sociopathy and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. It's not like a valve all the time for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't be like, okay, well, he killed someone yesterday, so he'll be good for a year. Yeah. (laughs) I like. (laughs) I just like that this is all under the impression that we all want to kill somebody. Everybody. That's the assumption here. And to your point. Don't all stop. I do. I want to bring up your thing because you straight up said fucking, you know, all crime is legal. But even the behavioral scientist is like, look, we all want to fucking merc everyone, right? (laughs) All the time. Look, I get we get angry, you know, as humans and whatever. We have emotions and we whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be honest with you. If you let me go out and murder people one night, Uh if you get that thirst... I'm not going to want to You're stop. just going to be hungry for murder. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait another year. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Nobody's going to notice this guy gone. No. Then what happens? Could you? Now you got a fucking serial killer that you created. You yeah. made that. Yeah. yeah. Created by the government. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if they're like, okay, well, one day a year you can eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> and, yeah. then, and, then, and then you find out how delicious cheeseburgers yeah. are. So guess what? Monday, you got your free real government cheeseburger. But on Tuesday, you're probably going to want another burger. <laughs> yeah. get, get a bootleg burger. Yeah. And- I think that's the thing is they're like crime is practically non-existent. I'm like, so every crime? Yeah, no. That, no. I, guess, I think know? this movie's telling us that's the secret to unity in this country. Is just, just one day. A little day of killing. And then, you know, we're little, all hands across America. No, a little day of the rich killing. Killing the yes. poor. Yeah, you're right. That's an important distinction. Yeah, that's <laughs> very important. But we're then taken to the bedroom of Zoe Sandin, played by Adelaide Kane. She's on the floor, straight up macking on Henry, played by Tony Aller. I'm like, I'm hoping this is a daydream because her dad just fucking. I yeah, you know, this child is ballsy as fuck. Yes. Um, your not, mom's just downstairs. You were literally yeah. told not to see him, and y'all are up here doing the most. And again, she's supposed to be a teenage girl. I feel like we were getting a little more than we should have yeah. in this scene. But that's why um, they have. That's why they hire 25 year olds or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like. 
your dad is home. Uh-huh. Your mom's been home. Yeah. I just, I can't. Couldn't be me. That's mm. all. <laughs> that's no. You're like, uh-huh. you're sweating. You're like, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> your dad's right there. Oh, we would have started that purge early. <laughs> it's like, if anyone asked, this happens at yeah. 7 p.m. <laughs> Even Sydney knew to sneak her boyfriend in the window. Yeah. In Scream. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. And she was My scared. dad's coming. Get the fuck out. She uh-huh. was worried the yeah. whole time he was there. So, yeah, stop it. And this dude is kind of a knockoff Billy Loomis. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but after some casual smooching, she tells him that she loves him. And he's like, let's growl. She's like, pardon me? He says, look, everyone says I love you. So we got to come up with our own thing. Now... He's not testing the waters to eventually confess that he's like a werewolf or something. That's <laughs> that's the only way that this is not just complete cringe. Yeah. Listen, it's cringe and I hate to even liken the two because this is very cringy and this is something that I love very much. But I was getting you season two, I wolf you vibes. I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. And I felt bad because I'm like, well, you know, at least it was Victoria Pedretti. <laughs> <laughs> she gets a pass. Yeah, she gets a pass. It's fine. But he does eventually get her to growl, and they kiss some more after that. We then hear James's voice from the outside of the door, and they snap back to reality, and she tells him that he needs to leave. She's like, oh, my fucking dad's yeah. home. Like, they don't even yeah. care. No. She wasn't like, oh, my God. <laughs> I just can't. But she apologizes and reminds him to get home before lockdown. Now, this is something that really does bother me, because the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay. Already we're setting her up to where I don't like her. Right. Uh, I'm not really the biggest fan of James yet. No. I feel sorry for Mary because she seems like she doesn't. she's here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, there better be at least one member of this family I can relate to. And the boyfriend is nope. trash. And the boyfriend and is I'm trash. Like, I'm like, we were never going to root for him. No. Make it something else. Oh, that dude, he's not going anywhere. He's he's trash. Yeah. Or he comes he's from, from the, the other side of the tracks. He's from the bad side of town. Exactly. And you're like, oh, come on, dad. Like, give him a chance. Yeah. And then no. we, that'll make us hate Ethan Hawke a little bit more. Right. Because we're like, you're he's, an adult yeah. and my yeah. daughter's a minor. Get away from her. And we're supposed to be like, man, young love, though. It's like, no. It's like, it's not. It's yeah. creepy. <laughs> he's grooming her. Stop it. I think that was another thing is the, the character development. Mm-hmm. I don't care for any of these people no and it's like i what the fuck what kind of movie is this this is our main cast yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, i'm fixing to spend how much time with them and i don't like any of them or so far yeah so far you know this is a great start yeah (laughs) but the two quote young lovers unquote growl at each other and then head out to her balcony that's right you heard me a 16 year old girl has a balcony from her own bedroom not only that okay yeah, I'm mad she has a balcony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm also upset. I was even more angry at the fact that it is broad daylight. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're just fucking standing on her balcony, like, yeah. just letting the world, like, there's no secrecy. They're there's like, nothing. They're not as, scared. As long as my dad doesn't see. Everything's fine. Well, Your mom could literally be in the yard. She uh-huh. just said she was going to go put the flowers out there. Oh, you Y'all dumb. are stupid. Yeah. Like, it, it makes me mad. And also, I was like, it's an hour until the purge, uh, this boy's parents aren't like, where are you? And then I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, he's a grown ass man. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> well, I, he's 18. Yeah. He we're giving him a little out, more. Though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He if he moved was, out though. If he was like 25, we'd have right. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But they observe one of the Sandin's neighbors very loudly sharpening a machete with the screeching sound of a machine. She's like, be careful. And so he climbs over the balcony and heads out. That didn't work for me if that was supposed to be scary or that was supposed to, I'm just like, oh. I, Okay. We talk about it being legal. Yeah. Right. 
So yeah, you can go out on purge night and act a fucking fool mm. and then you're not going to go to jail. Aren't you going to look at Bob next door and be like, I saw him fucking kill someone yesterday. Yeah. Like nobody's concerned about the social implications of going out and fucking murdering people or like every, I, I feel like we are really expected to buy into this whole everyone wants to kill someone yeah. narrative. And it's not true. No. <laughs> I, and no, that's a great point because look, even if even if my neighbor didn't try to kill me, and I saw him sharpening a machete the night of the purge, right? Because I'm like, you're about to go out. My and, neighbor yeah. fucking yeah. murked a dude last night, <laughs> yeah. and I have to live next door to him for a year. Yeah. If I don't mow the lawn, is he gonna kill for me? Next Am I next? <laughs> like it's fucking crazy. <laughs> But we then see Mary proudly displaying their blue flowers just outside the house. But then she's approached by Grace Farron, her neighbor, played by Aria Barakis. Grace has brought Mary a plate of cookies, but before she can explain what kind they are, their other neighbors, Mr. and Mrs. Halverson, played by Chris Mulkey and Tisha French, pull up in front of them. They vouch for Grace's cookies and tell Mary and Grace to have a safe night before driving away. Mary takes the cookies from Grace and they walk up her driveway together. I'm like, so those cookies are going in the trash, right? Yeah. <laughs> like now they're weird. You've yeah. made them weird. And honestly, if and we, it's purge night, yeah, it's uh legal to poison people. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Nobody's gonna know. Yeah. I accepting gifts on purge day. No. This is some rookie yeah, ass uh -uh. shit. <laughs> and that's the other thing right. is they don't say how long the purge has been going on. No. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. has it been 10 years? Has it been, is this the second purge? See, that was my question because maybe I'm just, I am an anxious person, <laughs> but on an hour until purge night, I'm not going to be in my yard. I'm not going to no. be driving home. Yeah. I'm requesting off that day and we're not opening the door. We're not leaving nothing, I, but they are dilly dallying yes. until the last fucking right, minute. Right. So I'm like, are we just that used to it or... Yeah. He, he got home with 62 minutes to spare. Exactly. Now, and he was leisurely yeah. driving yes. home. And what if you He was you stopping get, and talking to his neighbors. You get car <laughs> trouble. You get like anything. You're you purged. Know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I'm just going home. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. I'm I, not leaving home. I literally wrote later in my notes because it was such a big deal to me. I said, look, I would be saving up my vacation time all year. <laughs> this whole week, I would be I'm home with my fucking... Well, I'm poor, so I can't yeah. afford the security system. But <laughs> I, I maybe, well, if I'm gone no, for a week, maybe I'll go to Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're in Texas. Let's go to Mexico for the week. Yeah, yeah. done. Le just not America. Just not here. <laughs> <laughs> but Grace admires the Sandin home and tells Mary that the addition they've built on their house is amazing, and reminds her that not everyone had the year that the Sandin family did. Mary doesn't understand, but Grace is all, no, it's nothing, but, you know, considering your husband sold security systems to everyone in the community, people are just saying that, you know, we may or may not have paid for that addition on your home. Mary is offended. Well, yeah. And Grace tells her that she's too sensitive and that is just some neighborhood gossip. I'm like, no. Bitch. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll finish it for you. Um... <laughs> Can't you just talk behind my back like a normal fucking neighbor? Yeah. Uh, Don't I, bring it to me. The whole nice addition started really sweet and then it turned sinister starring yeah. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. <laughs> Very quickly. <laughs> I'd be like, I think this lady is really trying to serve us cookies and then purge us. Yeah, like, so that's literally what I would think. These cookies again are going in the trash. Yes. Yeah. I have a giant problem with this. Oh, God. I, we didn't need this. No? No. No. I... 
I think yes. that's a great point. I think we we, we need to table it and we need to talk about it later. We but will. I, I completely but agree. This too, I was like, why? You know, you're 100 percent right. Why? It would make something way later way more yep. effective because just this interaction, you're like, oh, the neighborhood hates them. Yeah, yeah. because they were all you, nice to the yeah. husband, mm-hmm. but she she's the true tea is coming from you know yep. the blonde bitch. She's like, we all <laughs> hate you. You don't like yeah. Grace. I don't like Grace. <laughs> <laughs> she literally told this woman about herself and then was like, oh, you're too sensitive. Yeah. You're too, I'm too sensitive. The audacity. <laughs> I can't believe it. But Mary tries to change the subject and asks her about her purge night plans. Grace says that she's going to forego her usual party and stay in and just watch some purge events on television. What are these purge events? I'm intrigued. Right? Why am I imagining in my head, like, do you remember on The Walking Dead when they had, like, the stadium fights with yeah. the walkers and stuff? Why am I imagining, like, fights to the death and shit? I did see on Bloody Disgusting that DeMonico said they cut scenes of more purge-related festivities, and I would like to see what the traditions are. Me too. Are. Yeah. Give me more of this world yeah. building. But Mary just bids Grace farewell. They say the whole safe night thing and head off in their separate directions. That would really be interesting, like to kind of show us how people have embraced right. it or mm-hmm. even like like they're celebrating it. You know what I mean? Maybe like if a family has a ceremony or yeah. a way to get ready yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I, f- I feel like these are kind of things that are explored later in the sequel. I really feel like this movie, James DeMonico just tested the waters with it and he's like, okay, I got a lot of feedback. <laughs> <laughs> and then he fixed it way right. later. But um, that is one thing that does intrigue me is how is this being received right. countrywide? Yeah. Or what do other countries think of us? Oh, yeah. Or I would like to see it outside of just this rich, Ass forgive neighborhood. me, no. but white neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. I would, you know. And we'll talk about that more in, in a bit. But in the next shot, we're ground level with hazy vision skulking around the living room. We follow Mary's legs as she heads into the kitchen, slowly advancing and then looking up at her. She turns around frightened, looking down at us, saying, Charlie, you can't keep sneaking around on me like that. We see the culprit is actually just a burned up baby doll torso attached to an RC car. Is Charlie Sid from Toy Story? <laughs> yes. Don't know, dude. Yes. What the I fu- guess so. Not in my house. You got me all kinds of fucked up. And can we talk about the angle? That's your mother. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get an upskirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, you no fucking freak. Yeah. <laughs> So I already don't like this kid. Yeah. That's the whole family. I, okay. <laughs> Sorted. I read <laughs> <laughs> something that happens later. Uh-huh. DeMonico wanted it to go one way, and I guess Studio Meddling made them do made him do something else. Yeah. Hmm. Not only would I have preferred the way that he wanted to do it and he got kiboshed mm-hmm. on it. But there's something else that I would have. It's it's another situation of me rewriting this movie for my own taste. <laughs> but I will share it with you. But I'm, I'm excited. I feel like we got pieces of a narrative that is just not leads to nowhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Put a pin in that. OK. But the baby doll's eyes glow red. I guess the one eye that still exists because the other one was burned off. <laughs> but I'm assuming that's the camera we're looking through. Hate it. <laughs> Very much. But Mary tells him to quit playing with Timmy, which is this weird doll contraption, and help her set up the table. We see Charlie, played by Max Burkholder, in another room, monitoring the camera with some futuristic sunglasses that we do not have yet. Uh, it's not 2022 yet, so no. be patient. Yeah. Well, Detective Nam and Jaden needs, <laughs> <laughs> needs to show me these things. <laughs> but it's a deep cut, heavy rain. <laughs> Jason! Oh, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> but we see Charlie exit from the crawl space behind his closet and board it up before heading out of his room. I'm sure that won't matter later. No, uh-uh. But back in the kitchen, Mary opens the fridge door to retrieve something, and when she closes it, Charlie is already there, and he jump scares her. At this point, I'm like, are we supposed to be afraid of Charlie? <laughs> right. No, dude. It made me laugh because this was the exact jump scare we talked about not happening in the ring. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess. It? Yeah. yeah. I guess they just respected their audience more. I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Charlie apologizes and then shows her the modifications that he's made on Timmy. He's installed a night vision software and he's made his movements nearly silent. Sure, that won't matter later. No. But it, most importantly, though, Timmy can now play music and Charlie switches him on playing some song called Is He an Aussie from like the 1920s, I think. <laughs> I, That's all Timmy hell? can handle. Yeah. <laughs> he says that Timmy likes songs from the olden times. And I was like, I think the production budget likes songs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from the olden times. But I feel like, I mean, again, I don't have any kids, but I think he's a little too old to be thinking that this toy has a musical preference. He's like 12, right? Uh, Is that too old? A little bit. I mean, well, I feel like if he's kind of, you know what I mean? He stays in that kid stage. He's kind of whatever. And they say, uh-huh. oh, here's another toy. Here, just keep it. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But he is a little big to, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like, oh, this is great. And the- <laughs> is, it- <laughs> is he Mickey Mouse? <laughs> yeah. <I> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Mary drinks her wine, telling her son how cool it is. Nobody drinks wine like Lena Headey. No, she is just the queen of it. And I, by how cool it is, she's talking about the toy, not the wine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is fucking is cool. cool, dude. But realizing that Charlie seems a bit downcast, she asks if tonight is bothering him. He says it is, and she reminds him to remember all the good that the purge does. But she says that that's all that matters. And he kind of comes around a little bit. She asks if he's hungry, and he says he is, so she tells him to help her finish getting everything ready after he puts Timmy away. He is not invited. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. But he leaves, and we get this lingering shot of Mary, and again, it's shots like that that I'm like, I don't know how much she believes in the purge. Yeah. You know? Her. Yeah. 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 And maybe she's kind of just along for the ride because it's her husband's business. Right. right. But she might be like, eh, this might be some bullshit, man. But I think Ethan Hawke is all in. Yeah, it's probably fair. But we get an exterior shot of the house that night before heading back inside for dinner. James is a massive fan of the meal, which Mary reveals has zero carbs. I'm like, I'd rather die alone than have this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) No, I laughed because he says, this food is so good. (laughs) Well, the the screenplay is like, we don't know what kind of food will be on set. (laughs) So you got to cover all our bases. But James calls for everyone to tell him about their day, starting with Zoe. Charlie's beeping wristwatch interrupts the proceedings, and he's like, oh, sorry, I forgot to write down my vitals earlier. And he pulls out a small notebook and writes them down. Does he have some sort of medical condition? I don't know. Does he just like heartbeats? I guess. Does he just like heartbeats? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's happening. That's my shit. I will say (laughs) this dinner is a little tense. Yeah. But after Sinister, I just appreciate seeing Ethan Hawke eat dinner with his family with the lights on. Yes. Oh, thank you. Uh, He's like, guys, the last movie I was on, I couldn't see shit. I stabbed my face with my fork. (laughs) But James looks at Mary after his son's writing down all the vitals and she kind of looks at him like a, I know he's weird, but we love him anyway. Kind of a thing. My my thing is, is that 
the daughter I can get, but he doesn't look like any of them. The son? Yeah. No. So it's, I I mean, not saying that every kid has to look exactly like one of their parents, but I mean. No, of course not. But, it, and I do agree with you, but yeah. I feel like that's a big like deal breaker for you it is. when families are cast that don't look like families you like you get annoyed well you want me to believe this (laughs) but you don't want me to you make me believe they're a family the whole time you're just distracted (laughs) well yeah i'm like where did this boy come from (laughs) yeah who is that guy (laughs) that guy you know and maybe it was a subplot that was dropped about charlie having some kind of a condition or something checking his heart and that would make a a lot more sense he just like he's a big heartbeat guy i told you he just really likes it we all have our thing yeah but james then asks zoe about her day again zoe says it's stupid and she doesn't want to do this anymore after a silent stare down she finally gives in she gives a cursory kind of summary of her day and then she's like who cares james says that he does and then asks if she's ready for her upcoming piano recital mary's like james even though he hasn't done anything wrong yet yeah (laughs) yeah i feel like He's genuinely like being a concerned dad right yeah, now. And everybody's like, man, fuck yeah, you. I, <laughs> I don't know why. I was confused as well. Yeah. I, but again, maybe there's more to it that got scrapped. Right, like, I don't, I don't know. But I mean, in all fairness, he does kind of passively savage Zoe's technique. He's like, make sure you watch your hand when you do the, the third movement. Well, oh, I, yeah. I took that he's as... He's like, because that's what I hear. Because yeah. he's like, I hear you fucking up I, all the time. <laughs> I took that as he's so... He's trying to be so involved, he knows where she's struggling and trying to oh, give her... I took it as, like, he demands perfection. And he's like, you're <laughs> yeah. slipping. No, yeah, I... I <laughs> you're did, on the bubble. I kind of took it that way, oh, too. I was like, right. damn, you didn't have to be a dick like no. that, dude. But he quickly segues and he's like, well, you want to hear my good news? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares about mom's day. No, yeah, it's the other thing. She doesn't even get to talk about her day. But his good news is that he found out that his division sold the most upgraded security systems. Everyone congratulates him except for Zoe, who just rolls her eyes. And James is like, it was a team effort, which is kind of what he said in the car. So it feels rehearsed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to savage this family too much, but I feel like it's so easy to write this family You've got the son that's a little odd who mm-hmm. does his things. You got the older sister who's just starting to date and is kind of rebellious and at odds with the dad. You've got the dad who works too much. And then you've got the mom. Who's there. Who's there. Yeah. She's a mom. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it, it, I don't want to call it hack, but I don't anyway. know. How to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Charlie's turn to talk about his day and he goes into full detail. He even says he wrote a story in English class about a man whose love is so powerful it can kill people, so he cuts out his own heart. I'm like, spoiler alert, I wanted to read that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Put a pin in that. Yes, exactly. Put a pin in that. Very smart. But Zoe's like, well, he could have just cut off his penis, and the parents just erupt in disgust. And when the kids fist bump, the mood gets a little lighter, though, with James and Mary kind of smiling at the joke. So it's not like this puritanical bullshit house. Right. So that was good. We can say penis at the dinner table. (laughs) You realize that a lot of like movies have the scene where the kids say penis at the dinner table? I'm thinking of E.T. E.T. And me, I just showed John Paul Donnie Darko for the yes. first time last night. How do you mm-hmm. suck a fuck? How do you suck? A, how does one, one suck sorry. a fuck? It was very official in his questioning. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> I feel like it's kind of, again, not hack, but done. Right. Yeah. I think it's just easy. Yeah. Like dinner. I feel like if you're a little lazy, 
dinner is when you get the family together and we can kind of see what frictions yeah. th- that are there or whatever. But it's like starting your screenplay with the main character waking up. <laughs> <laughs> with John Everyman waking exactly, up? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. But I don't think it's going anywhere. I don't think the dinner, the family dinner penis situation, I don't think it's no, going it's, anywhere. No, it'll be in the next film we cover. It will be. <laughs> <laughs> But it all comes to a screeching halt when they realize what time it is. So James leaves the table to initiate the lockdown. Like you had said earlier, we would have done this a long time ago. That's what I'm saying because he's like, oh, it's later than I thought. How were you not staring at the clock yeah. all day? Yeah, we'd be eating dinner already locked down. Like they're very blase yeah. about the purge. It's just, it's odd. It doesn't yeah. So feel, again, how long know. has it been going on? Because if this is like the, the second purge, right. we're still on edge. Or are right, you, you're very chill. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, but uh, are you just that sure that y'all are going to be fine? That it's like, oh yeah, it's happening out there. Yeah. Like, we're but, fine. But what we learn later, we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> but James turns on a wall of screens in the control room surveying the entire neighborhood. A couple of neighbors walk by with guns and James is like, hmm, they're hunting together. Are they even friends? Mary's like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> that's that's what we're concerned yeah. about. Here. But then we see that Grace was a total fucking liar and is actually having a purge party tonight. The drama. What a bitch. <laughs> Your favorite character. <laughs> but James is like, you know what? Just be glad we weren't invited. She's annoying anyway. And I'm like, well, yeah. But he <laughs> then goes and unlocks a weapon safe, checking the guns inside and calling it a precaution. He watches as the rest of the neighborhood begin their lockdown. Then he asks if his family is ready and types in a code into the keypad. We watch as large metal sheets come down, shielding all the doors and windows of the house. Zoe just stands there texting, looking very annoyed. But Ethan, I'm sorry. I keep calling him Ethan Hawk. James, right? <laughs> James, yeah. James looks like a proud father. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's so happy. He- <laughs> Well, That's the lockdown yeah. situation. As it's locking down, he turns to smile at Zoe, and when he sees she's on her phone, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> he yeah. wanted to share the like, moment. Yeah, he wanted her to be proud of him, I guess. But Charlie turns on the television, and a voice goes off again about releasing the beast. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking can't, yeah. guys. Then, a warning appears on the television along with an alarm. A voice explains, this is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. The warning explains all weapons class four and lower are authorized and government officials ranking 10 are immune from the purge. Hmm. So you can't kill them? Is that what that means? Exactly. Seems like the government to make rules and policies that they'll never have to deal with themselves. No, yeah. So it fits. So maybe this is 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Next year, folks. But... The voice continues, saying that when a siren sounds, all crimes, including murder, will be legal for 12 hours. I like how murder is the only one that gets name-checked. Well, they're like, we need you to know know how serious we are. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They say all emergency services will be unavailable until the following morning when the purge ends. The message concludes with, blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. I don't like that. Nope. Um, but what if somebody has a medical emergency on purge night? What if you have a heart attack? What if you fall and like break your spine or something? Like, well, they won't. You uh, just lay there and die. I mean, I feel yeah. like this wasn't thought through. No, I feel like maybe have some emergency. <laughs> Same. Like, I mean, and they they do. No, actually, they there don't. should be just like one place for emergencies. <laughs> so if you have a heart attack you have somewhere to go or someone to call otherwise the police are like well we can't arrest his heart it was purge night (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe that's why Charlie's monitoring. Exactly. He's like, I could be fucked, dude. (laughs) And he'll just get off scot-free. But (laughs) Mary holds Charlie's hand because he does look very nervous. His heart rate is probably through the roof. (laughs) A siren goes off as it's signifying the beginning of the purge. Right. When it finally stops, James is like, look, kids, bad things are going to happen outside. Yeah. But he basically says, but, you know, we're rich enough to where we don't Uh really have to deal with it. Yeah. Well, Silent Hill did it better. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I yeah. I I enjoyed that yeah. siren a lot better. <laughs> and yeah, it's like you're safe. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? I think that's what's what the boy. Yeah. Charlie? yeah. Yeah. He's freaking out, but James is like, "Look, man, we'll be fine. Everything's pizza. Don't worry." <laughs> <laughs> but Zoe has to be excused, and James thanks her for being there at all, which. He's trying, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. But Charlie decides to leave too, which surprises the shit out of Mary and James. Before he leaves, though, he asks his parents why they don't purge. They tell him they don't feel the need to. And when Charlie asks if they ever felt the need, would they kill someone? James explains that tonight allows people a release. And then he's like, well, you know, yeah, if we felt the need, we probably would. Because right. it, I'm like, first of all, he says because it works. Yeah. But Mary looks at him like this man does not represent me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I feel like he's super into it. But also the way Charlie asked that, yeah. I was like, does Charlie want to go purge? Yeah. I don't know. Did anybody else get those vibes? He's like, I'm thinking of attaching a grenade launcher to yeah. Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like testing the waters. Like, yeah. would you guys do it? Like what's the, uh-huh. are we about this life like that's yeah. what it felt like and that's the other thing is this on 18 and older to purge or is it fucking like there are yeah. yeah like there, if, if a kid murdered like, another kid yeah so yeah are are that so am i allowed to run into a fucking nursery in a hospital and just explode uh, everything i mean i guess but the only There's, thing that's open is the emergency room as, as, <laughs> <laughs> as long as your grenades class four or lower oh, well, there you go. it's gotta be I black cats exactly that's, yeah that's where they get you it's fucking cherry bombs yeah. <laughs> but james tells charlie that since he's so young he doesn't remember how bad things were before and says that the purge saved america okay boomer <laughs> Yeah, Charlie's like, I wish we had that saying. It. (laughs) Well, it's 2022, you fuckers. (laughs) But James goes back to check the monitor and says that Mary should just hang out and relax while he finishes up some paperwork. But he says that they should all reconvene later to watch a movie together as a family. Yeah, because the kids really seem like they want to get together and watch a movie. They love Purge Night. We then see Zoe walking around her room listening to music. She thinks she hears a noise, but just pays it no mind. She takes out her headphone for a second and then pops it back in. You know what I do in those situations? I rewind the music five seconds to see if that was it. The music. (laughs) She doesn't do that, though. But out of nowhere, she's grabbed by the face and pushed down on her bed. It's Henry. He says he decided to sneak in while the family was having dinner. She tells him that he has to leave because her dad will lose his mind, but he doesn't care. So instead of saying anything else, they just start kissing. Yeah. You can't see me rolling my eyes, but I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> I hate everything about this. Right. I just want to go on record to say right. that. <laughs> I don't like this as a dad, uh-huh. but I've also never been a teenage girl. So I don't know. Like, is this? This like, could be just, the best thing that ever yeah. happened. To her. <laughs> Clearly, she's very wrapped up in this guy. If right. she's sneaking him in and out in broad daylight when both of her parents are home. <laughs> so I'm sure to her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Henry's here. But uh, like, bitch, this is really stupid. Especially Y'all are on locked purge down night. Yeah. And it's yeah. purge night. This is very stupid. 
In the control room still, James listens to the television as he continues his paperwork. A sociologist posits that the purge is actually in place to get rid of the poorest among us who can't protect themselves. He asks if the purge is really about money, but then he kind of admits that either way, with the economy and the unemployment numbers, it's a beautiful day in the USA. Now, I appreciate this discussion of the haves and haves not have nots mm-hmm. like the class war right. i guess but i feel like stuff like this is a little heavy-handed where yeah. they're really just saying what they should be showing yeah they're like well what if it's just about killing poor people it's like well show us that <laughs> <laughs> like don't fucking tell us but we see mary getting onto the treadmill i guess she's gonna release the beast via cardio right <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's creepy-ass Timmy contraption rounds the corner, so that's what he's doing. And we also see Zoe continuing to make out with Henry, so everyone's pretty busy. This is the part I was talking about. I think I spoke too soon when I was like, this is supposed to be a teenage girl, and y'all are giving us a little too much. Okay, yeah. This is what... I think this is what I was talking about. I think that's fair because she starts to unbutton her shirt. It's like, can y'all chill? I'm like, aren't you 16? Yeah, I get that. Well, I get she's uh, the actress is older. Yes. But like you said, this is supposed to be a 16 year old Uh girl. Yeah, she's supposed to be a 16 year old girl. And we have her dressed up in a schoolgirl outfit. Yeah. And dry humping her boyfriend. The entire movie dressed in the schoolgirl outfit. That was kind of the thing, too. I was like, I don't know. Again, I know she's not a teenage girl, but we're supposed to be looking at her as a teenage girl. And that's pretty gross to me. Did the Weinsteins have anything to do? (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you have a seat, Henry? Uh, Interestingly, he stops and he's like, I can't do this. He admits he didn't come to see her. He came here to see James. I thought Zoe's going to be like, how long has this been going on? <laughs> but it's not, it's not like that. <laughs> Henry says that it's time to straighten this out and that she can't be forbidden from seeing him. Zoe says it'll only make things worse, but Henry promises that everything will be okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Maybe I'm just thinking of my dad. Or my kid's dad. <laughs> don't do this shit on purge night. No. Are you you're dead? Like it's it's done. I I um I was kind of done with the movie at this point. I was like, oh no. We're not even halfway. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Tonight is uh-huh. not the night yeah. no. to do and this. All it does is make me think kind of how dumb Zoe as a character is. Yes. Yeah. Because quite. He's he, the way he's presenting it is it's like, look, we're going to be locked in together. So, of course, we'll be able to have this chat. But fucking how many times do I have to explain to you? It's purge night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't think, oh, my God, this dude might be trying to hurt my Someone, dad or yeah. something. Yeah, I didn't want to say that, but that's the first note I put. So you came here to kill my dad. <laughs> well, yeah. Are you? But yeah. even if you believe what he's telling you, my dad's going to kill you. My dad's yeah, literally he, going to murder yeah, you. Yeah, you yeah. watched him pull a gun out of the safe yes. yeah. and put it in the back of his pants. You know he keeps that thing on him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he does. But we see Timmy continuing down the hall, peeking in on James, who is still hard at work. After looking at James for a bit, Charlie turns the camera to the television where we get a little more exposition. Basically, (laughs) a variety of factors led to the worst economic disaster in the history of the United States, as well as a rise in crime. So in comes a new political party, the new founding fathers, who just months after being elected, come up with the idea for the purge. Also featured on the television is a dude lying dead on the ground, his head surrounded in a halo of blood. So they're just showing everything. I was going to say, I feel like this is a lot for the news. Yeah. But if you think about how like 
scandalous the news has become yeah. if this was made legal yeah dude you'd oh, be yeah. seeing oh, dead bodies all fucking course. night there'd be live shots yeah like we're seeing here so i mean i feel like again there's a lot of big ideas here i just don't know they that they execute them well yeah enough. and i mean that's something to be yeah. said for how the media it would literally be like i'm here live reporting yeah. for blah and then they <laughs> 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 or when those people try to interrupt the live shot, he's like, excuse me. Bang, yeah. bang. <laughs> well, I'm back in front of the <laughs> blessed be America. Exactly. Right, guys, or whatever the fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm at the emergency center. <laughs> <laughs> but in the master bathroom, Mary gets startled at the sound of gunshots coming from outside. She heads back to the control room where James tries to calm her down a little. He just convinces her to go relax in the other room. And as they leave, we see on one of the monitors, a man is making his way down their street. We watch as Timmy continues down the hallway, making his way into the control room, allowing Charlie to survey the cameras. As he watches, he sees the man run and hide behind a brick column. Back in Zoe's bedroom... As I said, Henry tries to explain that since they're all locked in, James will have to listen to what he has to say. Zoe's unsure, but he convinces her, saying one-on-one, man-to-man, James will understand. But we all know he's like, I'm gonna make that motherfucker yeah. understand. <laughs> like, that's really what's happening, but... Is this the part where he tells her that she's mature for her age? Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to say, if we have any teenage girls listening, please. I don't know if you should be, but <laughs> if any adult man tells you that you're mature for your age, fucking run from that man and tell somebody. That is grooming 101. That is fucking and level one of grooming. And I again, how are we supposed to be feeling about this relationship? I do not know. Because it's gross and it's weird. And if any man tells you that, fucking run away from him. They're filling. They watched To Catch a Predator and then just gave Henry all the best lines they heard. (laughs) (laughs) But isn't he only two years older? I mean, you're making it. We don't know. We don't know. I thought you said he was 18. He's He's 18. 18. We don't know how old she she is. I'm I'm guessing she's playing 16. She could be 14. Yeah. Oh, no. She could be. I hope not 14. I hope not. I'm just saying. saying. No, I understand because I've and uh, I won't say anything, but I've personally witnessed this at work. Right. And I told your sister and I said something to the person that was doing it. Uh huh. They quit the next day. Good. I I that don't that's bullshit. That's yeah. Don't do that. You may very well be yeah. mature for your age, but he's not trying to play fucking Scrabble with you. Yeah, okay? you know, you know, you that's know, not the maturity he's talking about. You know, the only person that can tell you you're mature for your age is your parents. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Pretty much. Or maybe if they say that you read at an eleventh grade level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a fucking creep. Run. Run. I'll get off my soapbox. I just really <laughs> needed to say that. No, it's very much appreciated. But Mary is in their bed, in the master bedroom, trying to relax with a magazine. James is just boat shopping on his tablet. like <laughs> The audacity. Yes. But <laughs> this man. I know it's said in 2022, but uh-huh. that tablet is super... Oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> 2013 yeah. tablet. Let's just say they didn't predict the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the expositional dialogue for me. Yes. He's like, wow. 10 years ago, <laughs> we could barely afford rent. Yeah. And now we're thinking about buying a boat. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Won't he do it? Won't God do yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> you weren't selling Avon, motherfucker. <laughs> You're, what are you talking about? But Charlie rushes to the control room and listens as the man outside on the street screams for help. 
Henry leaves Zoe's bedroom while she waits inside with her headphones in. Again, I thought that was very weird that she's like, I don't want to hear it. Like, yeah. this is a very important situation that's about to happen on purge night. I would be yeah. throwing up. Um, <laughs> like, that's my reaction to everything. That's fine. I'd be vomiting. Um, yeah. I mean, I would still be sobbing and no, go home or yeah. hide yeah. under my bed until. Yeah, no. Close call. Yeah. <laughs> But Charlie zooms in on the man in the street who is still screaming for help. This man is credited as Bloody Stranger, and he is played by Edwin Hodge. The stranger promises not to hurt anyone and is begging for somewhere to hide. Without consulting anyone, Charlie disarms the security system. All I got to say is, if this is purge night, Charlie is in trouble. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Why was he left alone in there anyway? They were in the bedroom shopping for boats. And yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're preoccupied. But I again, I feel like how long has the purge been going on? Yeah. Because if this is the second year or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're not used to people yeah. But hold on. Huh. But didn't Charlie say that he, you know, he acted like he didn't know what it was like before this? Yeah. So, so then right. how long has this really been going you're on? You're right. Is you, this kid it, two years old? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then how casual they are, like y'all said earlier about yeah. them just strolling around. Oh, it's 15 till. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Having purge parties. Yeah. Yes. So you got to explain this shit, yeah, man. Yeah. And then your tablet's all outdated. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the real that's the, crime yeah, right. here. <laughs> that's the only crime that's illegal tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as the metal shields begin to rise up around the house, Charlie runs to an open doorway, screaming at the stranger to rush inside. James and Mary run into the control room, arming the system again. We see the doors coming back down, but the stranger makes his way inside at the last minute, Indiana Jones style. When <laughs> when James and Mary make it to the front door, they see the stranger standing with Charlie and James immediately pulls his gun. Why, as the stranger, wouldn't you be like, oh, thank you so much. I'm not going to hurt yeah. you. I, I'm, I, right. They were killing me. He just fucking stands there looking. <laughs> Did you say they were killing me? <laughs> <laughs> not they even were they were kill- trying to kill me. Yeah. They were killing you. They were killing me. I, I think my my big thing about this Considering the fact that it is purge night, right? Even if Charlie's a kid that doesn't necessarily understand the purge, doesn't he know that anyone can say anything? Yeah, <laughs> oh. he doesn't understand lies. Like <laughs> the, he the, must be must be friendly. Yeah, he the said height he help. Jackson would have got from me <laughs> smacking him. Like uh, there, we're going to die. Yes, you don't know what's happening. You. Yeah, yeah, dude. The second he gets inside, he could just stab Everybody. Charlie. Everybody. Not only that, like, why the fuck does he know the code? Oh, well, we we saw. Ethan Ho- uh, James put in the code. Well, yeah, but we're the camera. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Charlie was also yeah. <laughs> Was Timmy spying from the yeah, corner? Oh, fuck, probably. And, we didn't and then see. Probably. for him to memorize it that fast, if it's only you're using it once a year. He's That's like, I'm true. letting some fucking people in. Yeah. Tonight. Well, I think the code is one, two, three, four. So it was, no, no, I'm just <laughs> it wasn't. But I think that's the I think that's the thing for me is that they're playing fast and loose with. Uh, well, in all fairness, both kids' ages. Yeah. yeah, because they're both doing things that are kind of not proper for how old they are. Yeah, yeah. He's Be- old. If he's at least twelve or so, he's old enough to understand. Yeah, we're gonna die. Exactly. We they're- could. Yeah. I mean, no, you yeah. could have just killed us by putting that code in. I mean, period. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'd be like, do you know this man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this a friend? Yeah. Of is this yours? a friend of yours? What? <laughs> From school? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> 
But the music grows tense as we see Henry making his way downstairs. He calmly asks, Mr. Sandin? As Charlie and Mary turn to face him, we see Henry pull a gun from his waistband and point it at James. Mary pulls Charlie out of the way and is all, James, he has a gun. Henry has a gun, which, yeah, we know. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I, what? You mean Henry didn't uh, have honorable <laughs> intentions tonight? Yeah. He, man to man is what he claimed. But <laughs> I think my thing about that is it would have been way more effective if James himself turned around. Yeah. You know, instead, Mary, Mary's got to be the narrator. <laughs> it is Henry. Henry yeah. enters stage yeah. left and he has a gun. Screenwriting. I just, I don't know. But... James turns around with the quickness and fucking fires from the hip. <laughs> it's like a fucking duel in Red Dead. But uh, he's all Billy the Kid. Wasn't he in the Magnificent That's Seven? That's true. Oh, yeah. He knows the trick shots. <laughs> but Henry's firing at him as well. And so it's a real back and forth. But Henry's not so much of a great shot. However, James catches Henry right in the gut. <laughs> Can you imagine being the stranger right now? Yeah. <laughs> I'd what? be like, yeah. Fuck? I'm going yeah. Can you? I'd be like, can you open the doors again? I'll yeah. take my. Let me get I'll back out my there. All right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> but Zoe runs down and collects a wounded Henry, pulling him back upstairs. At this point, you're out of the family. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, dude. I'm sorry. The way she scooped him up, I'm like, this is some Mickey and Mallory shit. Yeah, because okay, natural born purgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Henry's game plan was to sneak in, hide, wait for the house to be locked down, mm -hmm. murder James immediately after the purge begins. Right. And then what? And then what? Well, obviously, Zoe would not be upset about that at no. all. No. So, so then what? They all have second dinner or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's 2022. What we do don't know what happens. <laughs> what do you think is about to happen right now? I don't know. You didn't even wait till the end of the night. No. You started the night. <laughs> yeah. Well, was he going to murder him or was he going to be like, now you're going to listen to me? And, uh, I think he was going to murder I, yeah. him. Oh. Yeah, that's true. He did start blasting like immediately. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so anyway, Henry started blasting. He got blasted. But James is worried that he might have hit Zoe too. And so he calls out to her, but she doesn't answer. However, James asks Charlie where the stranger went. And Charlie's like, I don't know. James wants answers, though. He's like, who is this guy and why did you let him inside? Charlie simply says because he was asking for help. Mind you, this whole conversation takes place with James standing up, his back to the fucking staircase. Yeah. Yep. He was almost just murdered from like 20 seconds ago. Yeah. And then my thing is... He's maybe, like, no, I plug Henry good. Maybe, <laughs> we've, got some, we've got some time. <laughs> we don't got to worry about Henry. <laughs> How big is your house that they're just like, he's gone? Yeah. yeah. Like, Dude. you have no idea... If this is my house, he's either here or he's right there. Yeah. Is he under the bed or in the closet? <laughs> yeah. The luxury of having places to hide. Like, Ugh. do you realize that? <laughs> but as James tries to tell him how potentially dangerous the stranger could be, Mary's like, look, we've got enough on our plate, James. We don't know if Henry's going to try again. We don't know where Zoe is, etc. It's like, we were just trying to eat a zero-carb meal for fuck's sake. Like, what happened? <laughs> but James agrees... And he scoops both Charlie and Mary up to the control room. In Zoe's bedroom, Henry lies bleeding out on the floor as Zoe, in tears, keeps calling his name. I'm like, say word, son. He tried to kill your <laughs> <Yeah>. father. <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, you watched it happen. You yeah. know what happened. So let me jump in here with yeah. what DeMonico wanted. Right. So... 
this whole confrontation was supposed to be between Zoe and James. Hmm. Like sh- her try to come She's at him with like, the gun? I want to be with him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, to me, infinitely more interesting. Right. Yeah. And also, well, I guess the, the studio was like, no, that's too much. Dial it back. And so they made it <laughs> the boyfriend do it. But to me, again, not only is it more interesting, but is this why Zoe's presence is spotty at best for the rest of the film? Oh, shit. Because yeah. maybe you were supposed to get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, I mean that fucking yeah. to me personally for what Zoe the character offers to the film yeah might as well have just kept it it's yeah. more interesting yeah it's more interesting so then he would have shot her yeah I get I, I didn't like they didn't tell they you? didn't say the whole I, yeah I think that's more interesting no I'm saying like if Ari pulls a gun on you are you gonna be like oh no and then just let well, loose on her. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ari's nine. <laughs> well, if she was twenty-one playing a sixteen-year-old. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm saying I don't know if he tackles her, and then you know, I don't know if he kills right. her. I don't, don't know. Okay. I I didn't. I mean, I don't think they said. And then you yeah. know, but that was what it was supposed to be. And to me, that's a better yeah, story. W- and it accounts for it. Got, it makes Zoe. A character right. instead of this dude shot at my dad, but oh Henry, like yeah. that. Fuck you, dude. That makes no sense. I just pop your headphones back in. But yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, I know we've talked about how rich they are, uh-huh. but <laughs> what is what are what do you hate your dad for? Because he won't let you be with your grown boyfriend. Okay, See, but you he's you're fixing, grown. Yeah, yeah. He's fixing. He's trying to buy your family a boat. <laughs> he just added on to your house. Uh-huh. Yeah. What you're really? There's not some nice boy at your school See, that you don't like at I don't, your private school. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Your private Clearly. school. I've I've never been a teenage girl, and I've definitely never been a rich teenage girl. Yeah. So who knows what their problems are? Nay and I have often talked. We're like people who have money. What do they stress about? Yeah. What do you like? What the fuck is there even to think about? Everything's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but in the control room, James shares his plan. Mary and Charlie stay put while he goes to retrieve Zoe and bring her back. Mary says that she should go since Henry didn't try to take a shot at her. But then James reminds her that the stranger is still lurking about. So she agrees to stay in the control room with Charlie. James makes his way out, quietly searching the house for Zoe. Once inside her room, he finds Henry's body. Filled with what looks like remorse, he checks Henry's pulse. This Billy Loomis ripoff is no longer with us. He's not. He should have fucking teabagged him. Why does he look yeah. sad? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, good too. There's no <laughs> way. That's true. Yeah, spit on him afterwards, yeah. <laughs> fucker. Treated like Halo, yeah. man. <laughs> but as he stands, we see the stranger blurry behind him in the background, just slinking out of sight. But in the control room, Mary and Charlie hear Zoe calling out for them, so Mary comes outside to snag her. As she does, we see a group of people on the security screen firing a machine gun into the sky. Mary catches up with Zoe, though, who tells her that she had no idea that Henry was going to do that, and she asks if the family, including James, is okay. Charlie pokes his head out, calling Mary's attention to something on the screen. For some reason, Zoe rushes off on her own, telling Mary to tell James that she's sorry. Mary just lets this happen and goes to see what Charlie was talking about. Yeah. You didn't even try to stop her. No. I know they have a big house. (laughs) (laughs) This entire sequence of events almost... Stay with me. Okay. 
it would make more sense if they somehow were out on the street. And we don't know where Zoe is. We don't know where this man is. We don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Does Wouldn't that make more sense than them acting like this isn't their home and they don't know what is in their house? <laughs> they don't or know which where room is where. Are? I think the thing that infuriates me about this, because I do agree with that point, but the thing that gets me the most is that they're logically is no reason for Zoe to not go into the control room with her family. Unless yeah. she's supposed to be dead right now and we yeah. forgot about her and had to pepper her in through the rest of the movie. But you don't have her pop in like a special guest star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Kramer. Yeah, just... <laughs> just like anybody. <laughs> just fucking like have her... Giddy up. Have, her, <laughs> have her sit in the control room then and just be quiet. <laughs> Just she's back on she your has phone. been through a lot yeah. <laughs> yeah just have her text like i just i just don't, I don't understand. know it, it feels like i don't know if it's meant to add drama because we now also we don't know where we don't know where the stranger is we don't know where james is now we don't know where zoe is i don't know if that's supposed to be ramping it up but it does not read as genuine when you be like mom i didn't know he was gonna do that uh -huh. is dad yeah. okay let me come in there with you and we'll we'll wait for dad it's so fucking stupid <laughs> yeah like, you were trying I to be nice <laughs> well i gotta get down to brass tacks for here. me it's kind of film breaking because at this point how am i supposed to have sympathy for anyone I, yeah i've got a kid that's running off for no fucking reason i've got another kid that doesn't understand that people lie yeah <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> I've got a dad who's cool with getting rich off of the deaths of poor people and i've got a mom who doesn't have sense enough to grab her daughter during yeah. murder night yeah. and is complicit in all, in all of it yeah yeah like who am who am i rooting for timmy yeah <laughs> <laughs> i hate that fucking thing <laughs> but in an exterior shot we see a group of at least eight people approaching the Sandin house. The men of the group are all wearing suits and holding guns, while the women are dressed in white dresses holding machetes. Now, I think, and it becomes even more clear in a second, but we can all agree this is very Manson family inspired uh -huh. kind of situation. Yeah, It's like if the Manson family starred in The Strangers. That's true. Yeah. Even the masks. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. Even the son's name is Charlie. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a fair point. Um, I do want to talk about that in just a second. But inside the house, James makes his way downstairs cautiously, peeking out a slat in the metal doors. A woman outside calls out, "Hey, Mister Sandin, is Tamra home?" No, I'm just kidding. She's <laughs> 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 like, "Are you home?" <laughs> James meets up with Mary, and they update each other on everything that just happened. Henry's dead. Zoe took off for some reason. But she then says that she has to show him something. On screen, we see a man ringing the doorbell wearing a mask. Now, the mask is just a very happy looking, light skin colored face. Mm -hmm. Kind of underwhelming to me. I guess maybe he's part of F Society. I don't. <laughs> but I, I, I can understand why people find it creepy. I did read they went through like 100 masks and decided on this one. I'm like, can I see some of the other ones? <laughs> yeah, no. I don't, I don't, I don't hate the mask. I don't. My issue isn't with the mask. The mask isn't the villain here. I don't. <laughs> all right. I don't condemn the mask. My thing is that the masks in future installments of The Purge are just way fucking cooler. Maybe I have nothing to compare it to because I haven't seen any of those. They're, they're so pretty good. Just, I don't remember them. So. I got tunnel vision on this one film, and I mean, yeah, I guess it could be scarier, but it's um, it's fine. <laughs> but. 
why it's fine. It's a it's glowing, uh, yeah. glowing review. It's fine. It's fine. But why did dude's face look the same when he took the mask <laughs> That's off? That's true. That is so true. He he does. He promptly takes it off and he reveals himself to be, as the credits list him, polite leader played by Reese Wakefield. And he does look exactly like that mask. <laughs> But the leader recognizes the Sandons as one of the halves like him and his group. He also notices the blue flowers, which symbolize their support for the purge. She, When he says that, she looks at him like, I told you about those fucking flowers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, literally, she's the one that put them out there. Yeah, but she, the yeah. look is very resentful when he says that. It's like, you knew it was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> but he says, you know, we were geared up to participate in the purge like we do every year. But then something happened. The stranger escaped and thanks to their fucking snitch-ass neighbors, the leader knows that the stranger is inside their house. He says the stranger is a grotesque, homeless pig who killed one of his group. With a smile, he demands that they return the stranger to him so they can purge. They're waiting for someone to bring the materials to break into the sand and home, so they have until they arrive to give the stranger to the group. Failure to comply will result in this dude releasing the beast... <laughs> On all of them. He says he doesn't want to kill their own. They just want to purge. This is when you start whooping Charlie's ass. Now, <laughs> which uh, which one of us is going to be the one to say it? You want me to say it or well, y'all going to say it? We're all thinking it. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Some racist ass shit. It's fucking racist. Yeah. One of our own. Yeah. This. What are you really talking about? I know I've been bitching about the movie and whatever, but this is kind of where I was like, this is fucking uh -huh. are you serious this dude's the poster boy for the aryan yeah <laughs> no yeah. and i just feel like i mean it feels very heavy-handed yeah I again think that's the problem you're like one of our own mm -hmm. where's this pig this and and then it's a homeless guy but uh -huh. it's like well hold on though everyone here is white yep. except for the black homeless guy yep. right why does he have to be black? And why do all of you have to be white? And look, they're trying to present it as haves versus the have nots. Yeah. Why don't you have one of the like people in this dude's group be black? Anybody. Right. You know? Yeah. Anybody. Because then it's a matter of class. But when you say shit like that. Have an yeah. interracial couple be the Sandins. Yeah. And then yeah. we take it off the table. Because right now. We I'm, take the whole conversation off the table. I'm just yeah. very uncomfortable. But now it is on the yeah. table. Yeah. And I do not like what I'm being served. Mm -mm. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I, I'd like I, to speak to your manager, it, please. <laughs> <laughs> it bothers me. You know who could have played this guy really, really creepy? Huh? I don't know if I'm just thinking of another uh, guy that played also a racist to me but the brother from get out hey that's i feel true. like he could have oh, made this yeah. character really fucking scary nothing against the it, actor that no. plays him no reese wakefield does a good job he does you he know does. you know who could play this i think very well as well and it's probably because i just want to cast him in everything <laughs> but jeff Goldblum. no <laughs> wyatt russell Oh, I love Wyatt yeah. Russell. Oh, yeah, yeah, he could have. I feel like, because he, this dude is just creepy. Mm -hmm. I feel like Wyatt Russell could have a charm about delivering these lines. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. And I feel like that would work a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't go back eight years and cast this no. shit. But <laughs> we can try. We can do our best. <laughs> One thing I am glad that they cut is, according to Bloody Disgusting, DeMonico said that they shot an origin scene of the strangers' interaction with this group, but cut it because they felt that it was too stereotypical the way they were portraying him as homeless. But uh, 
the issue to me is that if you were to have that scene there, then it kind of ruins the feeling of should we have let this guy into our house or not? Because we already sympathize with him because he was a homeless man on the subway. Yeah. Attacked by fucking rich prep school kids. Yeah. Right. So he's already our hero. Yeah. You know? So you kind of ruined that moment. So I'm glad they cut that. Yeah. I guess that's fair. Yeah. I'm just still mad. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your honest. honesty. Yeah. <laughs> But this is also when I realized that this film is going to be a home invasion film, which if I had been sold that, I would have been stoked. Right. But I was sold like a big fucking, the entire country yeah. is doing the purge and yeah. we're going to spend time with this one family. Kind of like Panic Room tells you, yeah. we're in a panic room. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> And when, yeah, there was no bait and switch. They're like, wait, this doesn't take place all over the world. Yeah, it's a fucking panic room. You were told, (laughs) but just then you hear the leader say, "Cut it," and all the power goes out. However, though, the emergency lights kick on. When Mary seeks comforting words from James, James admits that the security system isn't as impenetrable as he claimed. I had to laugh. Yeah. Like, I had to. He's like, listen. Right. He's like, now it's time for some real talk. Yeah. <laughs> now I know I said no one could yeah. get in, but I was a little loose with no yeah. one. <laughs> he says, look, the group of purgers at <laughs> outside can and will get in. <laughs> James. But then again, with some fucking heavy handed dialogue, he goes, things like this are not supposed to happen in our neighborhood. And I'm like, we, we, we know that that's what you're saying. Yeah. You don't have to say it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that's what I'm saying. It was a, uh, it's heavy handed. Yeah. Right. It's just too much. Yeah. And you, that's the thing. You, if got, they, you don't need to do that. If they would have just dialed it back a little bit and let you be like, Oh, oh shit. shit yeah on your own that would have been so rewarding but instead it's like okay james you're rich and white okay yeah. <laughs> okay 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 but the group waits outside masked up just chilling james then runs through the list of ways that they could get in and it's like you're scaring uh, charlie yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking stop dude but he devises a new plan they find the stranger and give him up Charlie, confused, asks why, and James says, look, it's him or us. He really should also be saying, and this is all your yes. fucking fault. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's grounded post-purge, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can all agree. He's yeah. not, he's not seeing the outside this? of that bedroom. Yeah. Oh, grounded. Yeah. <laughs> it's purge night. Yeah. It's yeah. A- <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, the strangers got Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all saw it, right? <laughs> But we pan through various rooms of the house in the blue darkness before returning to James, who makes his way down a hallway with a gun and a flashlight. Making his way past family photos stained with Henry's blood, James continues on in search of the stranger. Mary searches the kitchen as a couple of the women outside taunt them for not giving up the stranger. In the control room, Charlie watches as the purgers taunt the cameras with weapons. A lot of weird editing, too. Yeah. I'm like, is he blinking a lot? (laughs) Charlie really sits there and watches a whole ass montage. He does. (laughs) It's unbelievable. I just don't get it. But Charlie's watch shows his heartbeat, which is through the fucking roof. (laughs) He turns away from the monitor, noticing Timmy on the floor. Now, in what? I understand. It's a horror movie. I get Mm -hmm. it. In what fucking world 
if this is happening Did in this bring house, Jimmy in there. Well, no, that. Oh, goodness, yeah. <laughs> but in what fucking world would if this was happening in this household, would you and Nay separate to look for the stranger? Oh, never, never. We wouldn't. But this too, like your sister said earlier, I don't mean to kind of change gears here, but this was. When I like, he's running around looking for the dude, uh-huh. and dude is like hiding everywhere. He knows where. This is your house, like you <laughs> That's said. That's what I'm saying. You guys yeah. don't know. How the fuck do you not know the layout of your house? Well, maybe the new addition was really yeah. new. They're oh, like, oh, only the maids go to <laughs> that like, part. No, yeah. we only had a bathroom first. We added the house later. <laughs> we had no room. Yeah, what the fuck? We took turns sleeping in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember, they couldn't pay rent. That's true. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now they're shopping for a boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. The American I, dream. I can't remember who brought this up, but I did see it online. Someone was like, well, isn't this a gated community? How the fuck did the stranger get in? And oh, I, yeah. Um, it's also a rule of the purge that you have to open gated communities. <laughs> 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 All crime is legal and open your gates. <laughs> but in the hall, James spots the stranger, but he gets away without incident. Charlie, on the other hand, moves Timmy through the house, spying on the stranger as he slinks through the living room. As the stranger hides behind a couch, Charlie gets his attention with a flashing light on Timmy. The stranger looks at Timmy like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking my chances up. Yeah, we're, yeah. I'll deal with those prep school fires. <laughs> <laughs> but the stranger eventually gets what's up and follows Timmy out of the room into Charlie's hidden closet crawl space situation. The stranger nods at Timmy in a thank you just as he closes up the crawl space and immediately after Mary enters the room. The stranger shuts off a flashlight inside of the space, the noise of which gets Mary's attention. It was the loudest thing yeah. in the world. <laughs> Why couldn't he just leave it on or just put his hand yeah, on it? Anything. I don't Clack. know. <laughs> but she goes to open up the crawl space, but gets distracted by an even louder noise outside. That is the type of shit that pisses me off in movies. Yeah. You can do you, two noises. Yeah. <laughs> you can multitask. You don't get the second noise until you finish your first yeah. noise. What are you, a guard on Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise? But Mary backs out of the room and Charlie is relieved as fuck. The leader calls out to James for a meeting at the front door. He really does live up to the polite stranger name because he's like, no, oh, Mr. Sandin, good sir. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Would y'all go talk to him? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I don't really think you got a choice. Yeah, right? I don't know what it could hurt. I don't know what it could help either. They're like, we're not home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, excuse the Sandins are not in. We are yeah. actually we went to Canada. But at the door, the leader asks why James hasn't delivered the filthy swine to him yet. And he goes, dude, he plugs in like pig insults in every sentence he says. And yeah. Ethan Hawke's like, ah, damn, dude, can you yeah. <laughs> give me a break? <laughs> He's, he wasn't that bad. I don't know. <laughs> but he asks if James is protecting him. And James is like, oh, no, we're looking. Then he just straight up throws Charlie under the bus. He's like, my son let him in, you see. Yeah. Is this this is endearing that we're our house is so big. We can't find him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's like, so we are part of the house. Yeah. <laughs> but we are just like you. It makes me laugh because he uses his business to prove that he's not a liar he's like i sell uh purge Propane and purge and accessories yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he says that he would never deny anyone their right to purge <laughs> then one of the men in a mask just rushes up to the front door and he's like give us the homeless pig you fuck and the leader just promptly shoots him in the head and apologizes for that man's behavior right he's giving me uh tuco salamanca yeah like 
and the thing was that made me laugh is that after they cast uh, Reese Wakefield, because they went through a bunch, mm-hmm. he was, I guess, the only one that did the character this way. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it impressed them. Everybody else was very dramatic. But right. they were like, we've never seen a villain like this before. I'm like, yeah, we have. Yeah. We totally have. <laughs> 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 it's, not, it's not anything new. Yeah. I don't know. I like his portrayal, though. I think it's fine. I do think it's a little on the nose sometimes. The thing that gets that bothers me is the uh, false, like maniacal laugh between yeah. words. That's 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 fair. very cliche. There's just something scary about a villain who will kill you, who's not acting like he's gonna kill you. Right. And that I is do scary. Like that. And I also like because he straight up says he's like, look, that guy I just shot was a friend of mine. You're not. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like. You mean nothing to that's me. That's what made I don't I don't know why I keep talking about Breaking Bad, but that's what made Tuco so scary. They, yeah, those are his friends. Yeah, yeah. one guy's like co-signing <laughs> for him, and he's like, nope, nope. Yeah, I didn't tell you you could speak. Yeah. So what chance do you have? That's what makes it scary. <laughs> are you saying I'm stupid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, Tuco, no, no. <laughs> but the leader reminds James that the equipment will be arriving soon. So TikTok, he does ruin. <laughs> The coolness of the moment by saying, send him out or he will be the. I was like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. <laughs> You're killing me. But James assures the leader that he'll go get the stranger and then he shuts the door. He's like, I'm getting the pig. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. He's like, I told you. Oink, oink, dude. But. A few cohorts drag the corpse from the porch and the music just buzzes. I thought it was interesting because they're like, oh, we don't even really care about him either. Yeah. Yeah. But Charlie is still chilling in the room with his Norman Jaden sunglasses when suddenly Zoe appears right in front of Timmy in a jump scare. She's like, hey, brother. But (laughs) (laughs) she says she has no idea what's going on. People are outside and Henry is dead. Nobody cares about Henry. No, nobody nobody cares. He's very unpopular in this household. (laughs) But I think the thing is, is that if you didn't make your senseless exit, you would know exactly what was going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. So she's just trying to be dramatic. Yeah. She says, she's like, look, I'll be okay because I have Henry's gun. But she's like, stay safe and tells him that she's going to go hide in his secret spot. He's like, no. Wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> <Please> not. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, though. Uh-huh. You led this fucking other dude around the house until he went over there. You didn't even give your sister a flash. <laughs> oh shit you you're right you didn't even SOS or no. what happened to the music turn the music off and on do That's something true. for yeah, her to be like right. what play some, can, play some great Gatsby yeah, <laughs> he can hear you so what you're talking to the car he hears you yeah so if he's giving you an alarm you're like well hold on you freaked out when I said he's that he's like later Why? Zoe <laughs> yeah he's just like go ahead see what's waiting for you it's like only child huh yeah <laughs> double dessert what <laughs> they always buy two desserts but <laughs> James continues searching the house and entering Charlie's room. He whips his flashlight around to find the stranger holding Zoe in a rear headlock with the gun pointed at her head. He backs James into the hall, telling him to drop his gun, and James doesn't comply. We get a shot of Charlie listening <laughs> listening in and shaking his head like, damn, damn, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just so upset with himself because this is all his fault. Yeah. Yeah. He led him to in, he led him in the house and then he led him to that crawl space. Yeah. But James tells the stranger to let Zoe go and he says he will when the night is over. James tries to explain the gravity of the situation. Those people will come in here and they will kill all of us. He asks if the stranger will leave his family out of this and he's like, "We don't deserve this." And the stranger's like, "Motherfucker, and I do?" Right. Yeah. yeah. Like again, I feel like maybe He's like, "Well, you know, you're Yeah. You know, you're 
You're not, you're not one, one of the of halves. Us. Yeah. yeah. The stranger says he's not looking to hurt anyone, but he's also not going to die tonight. Just then, we see Mary approaching the stranger from behind with her gun drawn. James gives him a choice. Die a hero or live long enough to see your... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) He says, look, you can either die like a man or die like a coward and take the entire Sandin family with you. As Mary gets closer with no chill, James is like, shoot him, Mary, shoot him. (laughs) Well, but no, because the straight or the polite leader gentleman whatever the fuck his name was he said he had to be brought out alive yeah shoot him in the ass cheek oh okay not shoot to kill no No. he's not a cop okay (laughs) mary wasn't trained quote unquote (laughs) this isn't training day starting starting (laughs) (laughs) but the stranger throws zoe to the ground and is attacked by james who shoots him in the gut and knocks him out with a candlestick or some shit i it was so dark i couldn't tell what he yeah. had <laughs> this clue it was a yeah. vase or some shit maybe yeah. a vase in the hall with, yeah. Uh, yeah but zoe is unconscious because she apparently hit her head and james says that they need to get a rope to tie up the stranger so they can give him to that group we then see him getting tied up with duct tape in the next scene i guess they couldn't find a rope <laughs> but they plan to tie him to a chair and just wheel him outside After they get him in the chair, we see Zoe kind of wake up, but then the stranger also wakes up and falls out of the chair. James instructs Mary to snag a letter opener and jam it into the stranger's bullet wound. Somewhat reluctantly, but with no questions asked, she does it twice. Yes, sir. (laughs) And she like fucking like stabs him. He said press on it, but she's like, well, well, I mean, <laughs> are you of the you gotta do what you gotta do well yeah i mean look charlie's like mom what are you yeah. doing he's very though it affected. is the boy's fault yes um yeah no i i it, you better do whatever to keep us alive like if, if there's a situation <laughs> well i mean you better she put was the helping letter him. opener in the wound <laughs> yes there, there you, you better go. do it man but the stranger is ready to cooperate now and is sat in the chair and taped to it it hits Mary that what they're doing is wrong. Just now it Just, is? Just, yeah. Okay. Took her a bit. <laughs> She's a late bloomer. <laughs> but the stranger makes eye contact with her and she just looks away. Like she can't even face what they're doing. James tries to explain that they don't have a choice. And when he reaches out to her, she tells him not to touch her. She's like, what happened to us? And then she goes to find Charlie, who has left the room completely. Again, though, time frame. Right. How how long has this been going on? Is it new now? Because you have a problem with it. Has this gone on two, three times, and you're like, "Well, we haven't been participating." You know, I'm never been cool with this. Mm-hmm. Or has it been going on your kid's entire life that they don't know anything different? But you're still you've been holding this in for what twelve years, sixteen years? We I, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it's important to know because if we know, then we kind of understand the character dynamics more yeah exactly and this movie is so short like we could have had just a little bit more i don't want to say origin story but like meaning to what this night means to this family or maybe they were against it and then he got that job and now he you know what i mean Mm -hmm. anything that would have made it make it make sense that's all i'm asking you know and all you want you want to know what's really fucking ridiculous all they would have to say is we're readying for the for tonight's tenth annual purge, and then we know. Thank all. you. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. literally it. Yeah, that's all. It doesn't take a lot, and to me, that's not expositional because that's really what someone would say. Yeah, yeah. but they didn't do that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but James picks up the flashlight that Charlie dropped before he left and points it at the stranger. Zoe stands up, and James is so relieved to see that she's okay. 
He apologizes sincerely for what happened to Henry, but promises that everything is going to be okay. Why are you apologizing for what happened to Henry? I I didn't understand that either. No. Well, he knew she loved him, but at the same time, I'd be like, I'd be like, Zoe, we're going to have to talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't. So then what if he killed her dad? Yeah. Now. Then what? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he's not going to apologize. No. And if he does, he may, sorry, I had to kill your dad, but we're together now. Uh-huh. We can elope. Fuck yeah. your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. But Zoe disagrees that everything is going to be okay. And she's like, look at what you're doing. So James looks back at the stranger whose dog tags have inexplicably yeah, come out of <laughs> fallen out of his shirt on top of the duct tape. And the stranger's <laughs> like, save your family. You can take me outside. I'm like, so if this dude wasn't a veteran, would James be like, folks, yeah. <laughs> get your homeless pig here. <laughs> like, I'm so like, again, more with this heavy handed stuff. Are you trying to comment on the fact that a lot of veterans uh, come back home and do unfortunately end up unhoused? Because that is a real problem. Yeah. That's a very real problem. But if we're going to talk about the problem, let's talk about the problem. Yeah. Don't, don't fucking just give this man yeah. random dog tags. No. Shit. Have him like have him the whole time. And he was crawling around the floor. He was yeah. running around. They never came up. No. Never. You didn't hear him <laughs> jingling but, around. He did nothing. But you, but you calmly sit him down in a chair. They'll pop yeah, right out. But, yep. I just, again, so heavy handed to me. But in her search for Charlie, Mary hears the sounds of trucks pulling in front of the house. Their lights flash through the slats in the door and their horns honk loudly. Men in masks attach chains to the door and windows at the request of the leader. And Mary rushes off to tell James what's going on. She's like, look, maybe you were right about sacrificing this dude. But now James disagrees. He has another idea now. Charlie rounds the corner asking what the plan is. It's like, how long have you been standing there? (laughs) (laughs) But James gives him a gun and tells him to hide in the basement and just sends him off. James explains to Mary that they're gonna fight. You you did what? What, gave this 10 to 12-year-old kid a loaded gun? And then told him to go off by himself. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Why? I don't know. Purge night. Why are like him? (laughs) (laughs) Like he's bait? Or yeah, uh, they're like, look, they'll all be after Charlie. I told the leader it was his fault. He knows. (laughs) Let's let's go shop for the boat. (laughs) (laughs) I've been laying groundwork on Charlie. (laughs) He's like, they have chains. Oh, that's the weakness of the system. (laughs) All he took was one chain, and we're fucked. (laughs) Should have told you that. But downstairs, James and Mary load up their arsenal and go over their game plan. But then they hear the leader screaming at them from outside. He regrets to inform them that their time is up. And he tells his group that it's time (laughs) to release the beast. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. But I will admit parts of this dude's performance are all right. But again, it's those laughs. That's fair. That's a fair criticism. They get to me. I... Maybe it's a personal thing. Everybody else is like, no, I love this guy. I'm sorry. (laughs) More laughs, please. Just laugh. Don't even talk. (laughs) But at this point, the truck rapidly reverses, pulling the metal barriers off the doors and windows, and the headlights beam into the house. James and Mary share a moment in silence before Mary rushes off to her pre-planned, I guess, battle station. Why are they not staying together? My thing is, why aren't y'all grouped together, Uh like you said, with your backs against a wall. And just start blasting. Yeah. And, and so anyway, we started blasting. <laughs> well, Why are you roaming around a dark house separate from each other 
It's a logistical nightmare. It really is. <laughs> and it's a nightmare for any family. Yeah. Yeah. If you've ever, I don't know if anybody's ever been a part of a family <laughs> before, but you wouldn't do this shit. No. You would kind of try to stay together just in case. You've already been separated so many times tonight. It's been like three hours. I don't know how long it's been. Right. But stay together. Yeah. Stay in the room with the guns and the ammo. Done. You guys are all there. You just sent your son off to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't chew on him for a yeah. while. <laughs> and then when they get full, they'll leave. <laughs> oh, it's not wolves? Yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry. Okay, new plan, new plan. <laughs> but James hides behind a wall as we see a perger peeking in through the window of the front door. Suddenly, the glass shatters as they begin to shoot their way in. Mary hides in one of the bedrooms, the glass from the window in there shattering onto the floor. In the living room, the stranger, okay, he tips the chair over enough to fall near a sharp object so he can cut his restraints open. Right. But you're telling me you're going to fight and you leave this dude tied up? Yes. Now, I had that written down, but I wanted to wait till you got there to say it. Fair enough. But you're exactly right. You, he just heard you say, you know what? We were wrong. Let's fight. Okay. So these people are willing to protect you. Yes. Let him free. We're on the same team now. Here's a gun. I'm sorry. We didn't. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I had a bunch of guns in the closet. Let's work together. Mm-hmm. Let's kill these kids. <laughs> and not my, you know, yeah, not, not those. Kids. Yeah, not yeah. those kids. Yeah. But the kids outside. And then we'll uh, handle the purgers. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, why would you leave them tied up? It makes no sense. I don't understand that. You, okay. First of all, there seem to be about maybe like eight purgers. Right. Now they have reinforcements. You need all the help you can get. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. And, and you see he's a veteran. And for some reason, Hollywood thinks that every single veteran has seen combat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this dude is, he's Rambo. He's a pro. Yeah, you need him. <laughs> <laughs> but a purger enters the hall, firing an automatic weapon wildly into one of the rooms. Mary watches as he moves through the house, trying to pick her spot carefully as she makes her way down a hall. We then see a purjet in slow motion skipping down an adjacent hallway holding two machetes. It's like a little vignette, like just something cool to show because it does not matter at all. Yeah. No, it doesn't. They're like, look at what we can do, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but as Mary makes her way down the hall, we see another purger lean his head through the open window, watching her from behind. Yet another purger opens the front door for the leader who joins his group inside. From the basement, Charlie hears glass shattering as well as maniacal laughter from one of the Purgettes. But when his flashlight reaches the front door, he sees that it's been opened, so he retreats behind some shelves. He peeks his head out again with his flashlight, you know, like an idiot, Uh (laughs) only to be greeted by the masked face of a purger, of course. A struggle ensues and Charlie screams. He's dragged across the room and the purger readies his gun to murk a child. Oh, yeah. Finish him. (laughs) You just hate Charlie. It's like it is all your fault. But what the fuck did I give you a gun for? Yeah. Like you, your ass got taken down immediately. He didn't even hide the flashlight. He was like swinging it around. Like, what are you doing? He didn't even try to pistol whip the guy. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. But from behind, James saves the day, firing several rounds into the purger and rescuing his son. The leader continues his very posh walk through the house, stopping to admire a photo of Zoe. We then see Zoe hiding under a bed, doing her best to remain silent as a purger approaches the bed. Just as he gets close, he's called away by the leader to check out that photo of Zoe. The leader says to save her for him. So he's a predator too. I guess Mm -hmm. so. 
and it kind of reminds me like you said with the fucking uh you can do two things he was yeah, no. <laughs> he was gonna look under the bed but then the dude's like hey no come here he's yeah. like well let me check I under forgot the bed what I was yeah, doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whose footprints are these <laughs> <laughs> But in another room, James checks in on Charlie to make sure he's okay and tells him that everyone is going to be fine. Mary continues on through the house, totally unaware that she's being stalked by the window purger. James, on the other hand, spies another purger just casually walking down the yeah. hallway and he shoots him dead with a shotgun. I guess those masks give you no peripheral vision. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, do, 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 just literally yeah. down the hall. But a purgette we see is riding piggyback on a perger in the hallway and they laugh at the Sandin family photos. It's like, well, fucking you take better photos. Than yeah. <laughs> God damn. But they make their way into the game room where surprise, surprise James is. He immediately fires in their direction and things are not so funny anymore. I laughed because they were. <laughs> sorry. It's the guy from the picture. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, they were literally just vibing because they looked genuinely shocked. They yeah. were. They're like, oh shit. I think he said, oh shit, yeah. actually. Which is funnier to me because I'm like, maybe they're not all in as yeah. it seems. They're like, we'll just roam around the house looking cute. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> but the purger tries to wrestle the gun away from James while the purgette tries to attack him with an axe. He narrowly avoids their efforts, getting the upper hand and blasting the purgette in the chest, killing her. Now, the blood spray hitting the light that's pouring in from outside the house was a pretty cool visual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got to admit that. But the purger attacks James with a pool cue, and then they just struggle over the gun. James smashes his head into a pinball machine, I guess, killing him? Sure. I feel like that's a uh, class whatever weapon. Though. Yeah, that's true. I, I hit him with the personal pinball machine. <laughs> James is going to jail. <laughs> but then a fucking third purger bursts in the, the wall like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Holding James down and firing like six rounds just to the left yeah. of his head. Like, he, yeah, that was very weird. But they then struggle on the ground with James sinking the axe into his fucking spine. Yeah. And then shooting him a couple times for good measure. <laughs> the dude's like, spinal. <laughs> <laughs> but he looks at the people he killed kind of like, you know, I, I really did that yeah. shit. But as he exits the room, the polite leader rounds the corner, sinking a knife into James's stomach. He lowers James to the ground, telling him that he's cleansed because he's purged. But he asks if the stranger's life was worth his life or the lives of his family. James doesn't answer, but the leader thanks him for this unforgettable purge before kissing him on the forehead and leaving the room. Weird. I feel like this <laughs> yeah. this whole sequence was a little anticlimactic. What, the way he got stabbed? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I mean, my thing is, I we'll, we'll talk in a bit about how I feel about Ethan Hawke's character arc. Okay. But James rolls over, still alive, but clearly bleeding out. Yeah. In the control room, Charlie watches the monitors as Grace and her husband walk into the frame and shoot a purger and a purgette dead. I'm, <laughs> I was like, neighborhood watch, motherfucker. <laughs> but <laughs> this doesn't make up for you telling them where the stranger went, though. No. We're not. But that's assuming it was them. Affair. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't trust any of them. No. But inside the house, Mary is still cautiously making her way down a hallway. A purgette jumps out of nowhere with a scream, scaring Mary to the floor, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could say. <laughs> the window purger joins the purgette in restraining her against her protests. Then the purgette fucking tickles her and pulls out a massive machete. Um, 
JP is very upset. This is just giving me baby from House of a Thousand yeah, Corpses. And I don't like that. <laughs> I, I hate everything about that. It's difficult because you want it to be scary for someone to take murder so lightly. Right. Yeah. But the idea is that this is a very important thing for Americans to purge, to cleanse themselves. Right. This is a rebirth. Are we taking it seriously or not? We're tickling. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Mary's not laughing though. No, yeah. no. I guess when you're <laughs> when you're about to die, tickling is just it doesn't. The <laughs> But before they can get stab happy, Mr. and Mrs. Halverson appear out of nowhere and make Swiss cheese out of the purgers. Mary gets up, confused, and walks into the stairwell where she she finds James bleeding to death. I'm not laughing at James bleeding to death. I'm laughing at the Halversons killing the purgers and just slinking away. Yeah. (laughs) Our mission is is accomplished. Like everybody gets one. (laughs) I have to say, though, the whole I'm about to die. Oh, no, wait, I'm saved thing has worn very thin for me. Fair. It's already happened several times Mm -hmm. in this very short film, and (laughs) it's old. I feel like he can write one rescue scene. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, and then again. (laughs) Yeah. Like, wow, really? (laughs) But she cradles James and calls out to her children. Charlie joins her, but then out of the shadows, so does the polite leader. He readies his shotgun, thanking them for their sacrifice. He says, blessed be America, a nation reborn but then is just shot all full of holes by a returning Zoe. So again, I'm about to die. Oh no, wait, I'm saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, I learned this from my dad earlier. Yeah. In the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but she leans down to James, apologizing to him for everything. James quietly slips into death. And his dying whisper, he goes, Charlie, this is all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's being honest now. Okay. So I will say this is supposed to be played as a very sad moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, Charlie slips his heart monitor onto James's wrist and we hear the beeping get slower and slower, which is actually kind of hilarious, right? Well, <laughs> all this told me is this is the only reason this kid had the heart monitor yeah. the whole film. Was just was to for hear this, this yeah. moment. Was for this moment, yeah. That that Why was the fuck stupid. else? When, when did it make sense for him to have it? Yeah, that's true. And you're or telling why? me that he hasn't been scared this whole purge night because I haven't heard that thing. <laughs> yeah, like, no shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> when he was in the basement, he's cool as a cucumber. <laughs> he was at a steady fifty BPM. <laughs> no, it just doesn't make any sense, and it really takes the sting out of your main character dying. Yeah. yeah. When the kid's like, "No, wait, I've got a contraption." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? But this is when the neighbors return to the remaining Sandins, and Mary thanks them for saving them. Grace says that they saw they were in trouble and decided to help. Mary hugs her children, thanking the neighbors again. And Grace is like, hey, uh, might not want to thank us too hard. That's when she says, you're ours, not theirs. Seen it coming since the cookies. Yep. That's the problem. Yep. That's, like I said, I don't mean to sound like I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. But this movie you shouldn't have her said anything earlier Mm-mm. about the addition, about none of that. Or this, or this right here is when she should have been like, you throwing the addition to your house in mm-hmm. our face, whatever. Then it would have been like, oh shit, yeah. you're, you thought they were your friends and whatever. Or have her mention the addition and that's it. Just oh, say yeah. that it looks great. We noticed the addition on your house, it looks great. And then oh, later, then, really, you're fucking throwing the shit in our yeah. face? 
Who paid for knuckle that? Knuckle crack. Yeah. We paid for this yeah. shit. You ruined it. <laughs> knuckle crack. Knuckle crack. <laughs> not, even, not even that. I mean, yeah. You know, I just don't feel like we needed it there. No. You know no, what I mean? it ruins it, this. All it does is telegraph this. Yes. What could have Hard. been a very cool moment. A huge yeah. moment. Because if she says that and then you see them having a party and it's like, wow, you know, we didn't get invited. they don't like us yeah. or whatever. No, they hate you. And they, it was made very clear that they yeah. hate you. And now I know that that party was just planning our murder. Yeah. yeah. And they would <laughs> yeah. come and save you. That lady that gave you those cookies and was telling you about yourself. She's yeah. not coming. Coming to save you. No. You knew that you knew what was about to happen. Yep. So that was very disappointing. But as the neighbors drag James's corpse away, Grace says that Mary and the kids will have to do. She requests that they be tied up so they can just kill them here. I don't know why they need to be tied up if we're yeah, all gonna I... have you ever killed anyone before, man? <laughs> <laughs> but the three are dragged away from each other as Mary screams. They tie the kids with duct tape, and Mr. Halverson is like, dude, you better shut the fuck up or I will shoot your kid in the face. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were just talking about the game or whatever, right? <laughs> right. No, you were vouching for the cookies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Mary calms down a bit and asks them why they're doing this. Grace then explains that the Sandons made so much money off of them and shoved it in their faces with the addition to their house. So when they saw the barricades come down, they knew they had to take their opportunity to cleanse themselves of their hatred for them. She already said this, though. Yeah. yeah it's repetitive. You already said that. Yeah. And another thing. Something that bothers me is that she's acting like she is just insane. Yeah. And I feel like it would be way more effective if she was still that happy-ish, like, cookie-giving neighbor. Yeah. yeah. That's way creepier. That would be way scarier. Instead, she's like, purge, blessed be America. Yeah. Like, dude, fucking, you're weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Mary begs for the lives of her children, and Grace just doesn't budge. She says it's time to do their duty as Americans. They gather around the Sandins in a circle, all holding knives, and begin to chant, Blessed be the new founding fathers for letting us purge and cleansing our souls. I don't know when they learned this chant. Is this part of it? Yeah, so is this a cult now? I don't know. Is this sure. it's a cult movie? What? I don't understand. Purge is a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> Pick one. Preferably not what this is. Yeah. <laughs> but their voices fade out as the Sandins huddle closer. Then they say, Blessed be America, a nation reborn. Grace calls Dibs and says that they can take turns after that. Just then, Timmy rolls on by singing a shanty from the 1920s. With the neighbors thoroughly distracted, the stranger, who I genuinely forgot about at this point, yep, yeah. we all did, yeah. appears out of nowhere, punching Mr. Halverson in the face and shooting Mr. Callie dead. I'm about to die. Oh, wait, I'm saved. Yeah. Yep. Is that five? Yeah. <laughs> this movie's 86 I, I minutes. Since so. I pointed it out. It's yeah. unbelievable. But he grabs Grace from behind and forces the group at gunpoint to untie the Sandons. They reluctantly oblige. Standing in front of them, the stranger points the gun at them, telling Mary it's her call whether they live or die. Grace pleads with her to just get it over with, but Mary refuses, saying they're going to play the rest of the night out in peace. In the next scene, we see them all seated together at a table, counting down the last minutes of the annual purge. Block parties are going to be like super awkward now. Oh, we can't. We're... We have to move. <laughs> <laughs> but Mary asks the Halversons how Grace's purge party was, and he tells her to go fuck herself. When she asks him again, he's like, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mary looks in an adjacent room where Charlie and Zoe are crying over James's body, kind of a mood killer. If you yeah. know. A little bit. But Grace uses this distraction to go for Mary's gun, but Mary snatches it away, hitting her in the face with the butt of it, and then smashing her face into the glass table. 
She tried it. She tried. Failed. Mary's like, what part of no more killing than I don't you understand? Grace, bloodied and spitting out teeth, finally gets the picture. The sirens begin to blare outside, signifying the end of the annual purge, and Mary tells all of her neighbors to leave, because now this is trespassing. (laughs) Legally. (laughs) And I will have you arrested. (laughs) (laughs) The stranger starts to leave as well, but Mary asks him if he's going to be okay. He nods, and she thanks him for saving her family. He wishes her good luck and leaves the house. Charlie watches as he leaves, and the rest of the family joins him in the doorway, surveying the result of the night's mayhem on their front lawn. Police sirens and ambulances blare into the morning as helicopters hover overhead. As the credits begin to roll, we hear voices on the radio declaring the end of the purge, with one voice stating that the new founding fathers say this was the most successful purge yet. We hear people recounting crimes they witnessed, and while some sound disillusioned by the current state of America, we hear that the markets are up and that people are already looking forward to next year's purge. So, what did you guys think of the purge? I just want to know how they qualify successful if this is the most success, like most deaths or like. Do they have a release the beast counter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a beastometer. Yeah. He's just-, <laughs> just in the corner of the yeah. screen. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, didn't fully do it for me. I'm not going to lie. I mm-hmm. will be checking out the sequels because you said that they do get better. They do. But with ethan hawk and lena Headey. this was the one this was the one that should have shined 100 um incredible premise that's why i feel like i'm so disappointed like i understand why i never watched it again after the first time i watched it i don't know it's got it's got a lot of issues i don't think i need to detail them again because i (laughs) kind of bitched for the last two hours but you're fine um yeah i'll say disappointing i'll say that this was disappointing same I I don't even know. Like I watched this and it seemed like everything was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. And it was like, why? Why is that your movie? Everybody <laughs> makes a wrong decision over and over. Well, that's the thing and is over. when you say that, I'm always like, well, you know, it's a movie, but you can't have them constantly making decisions that nobody would make nobody would have nobody and i feel like maybe it's just me but i feel like it's kind of upsetting when the entire film hinges on constant bad ideas yeah Yeah. oh oh i never got back to what i would have how i would have written this right okay so charlie's fucking weird right yeah um we established this pretty much when we meet him and then in his little weird crawl space area there's all those drawings of the purge and stuff that we never talk about or you know anything wouldn't it be more interesting if charlie opened the door because he was gonna go out and do some purging and then he just so happened to let the student yeah yeah Yeah. and that's why he's asking would you guys kill uh, people? Would you guys do it? Yeah, yeah. He's weird. Maybe. I feel like that would have made more sense than him being like, but dad, like, st- you know, don't purge or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I it's just bad. Feel, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like both of those kids really, both of their characters do nothing for me. I said this off mic, but I got to put it on record. These might be two of the worst kid characters in the history of <laughs> horror films. No, yeah. And you see why I hate when kids are in movies. Yeah. yeah. No offense to kids. No. And but nothing, <laughs> nothing against their their performances no. were fine. No, it's the it way the that they were written. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I 
I don't know. Maybe if this was a, I guess, lower class family, like they said, or whatever. Maybe if this was from their point of view. I think that, no joke, that is literally the one thing I wrote. I said the the thing that I would have done to make this film better is to have it from the perspective of a poor family trying to survive right. the night. Because I, I don't care about your rich sorry white gated community <laughs> i mean that's yeah. uh, and then that too of the movie uh-huh i was like why why does everyone have to be white except yep. for the one homeless guy that's well, black i will say I one think, of the neighbors yeah. one of the neighbors is black they did try yeah no. but what did what is what does he say anything no it's a woman she comes in and and she's helping uh homegirl oh yeah Grace. and she says one thing and then that's it right she maybe gets a line i think yeah. she nods um, at mary <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah, that bothered me. I, I and I'm not one to to try to be like, oh well, why they gotta be white no, or why they gotta be black but, or whatever. But this was not y'all o- were saying something. Not only that, and then like you said, the hmm. heavy handedness. Oh my god, yeah. you made it seem like something that it didn't need to be. And if you were trying to do the rich versus poor, you failed. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't get that at all. Once you start having some dude that looks like fucking poster child for the Aryan. <laughs> Yeah. nation yeah. saying our kind and shit unless, like that yeah. unless you're using the white guy as the archetype for rich and the black guy as the archetype for poor and then i got a problem with that as well yeah. right so i Which mean they i don't still did yeah it, yeah i'm <laughs> I, just saying if you're not making it about race and this is just about class yeah, yeah. you still that yeah. that and wasn't cool man so you're, no. you're telling me that there's not uh, one black kid at that dude's prep school. Yeah, that wanted to join him for a purgeon. Just uh, <laughs> anything. Why did you do it this way? Because then at that point we we're only thinking about class, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, if it's every every you know, yeah, everybody's represented here. We are, right. we're all embracing the purge and we're all yes, out doing this yes. bullshit. Then I can. What can you say? Yeah, okay, the vet, the homeless vet is black. Okay, so is that kid that's trying to trying, trying to, to get kill the yeah. family. Yeah. yeah, You know, then I'm not bitching about it, yeah. but here I am bitching about it. Well, give the people <laughs> what they want. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like one way to fix this if we're keeping it as is, is don't have Grace say that thing about the addition on the home. Yes, mm-hmm. first and foremost. I think that's, that's yeah. what hurt the most and you know what i think would work for me personally i don't know if maybe you do have it to where you do have that twist that actually hits now and then maybe the sandins don't make it yeah yeah because i don't mean to spoiler alert but we don't see lena heady Damn or it, no. i was gonna ask anybody in any of these sequels i was gonna ask and it's so kind they didn't of, need to live exactly it's kind of fucking infuriating because Ending the film like this, I kind of want to know what the Sandins are up to next year. Yeah. yeah. And then, too, I don't know if you ever talk about them again. The Purge is one of those movies you can kind of watch on your phone a little. <laughs> but not <laughs> because you're not, it's not a lot of like stuff that you're like, oh my God, this highly cerebral plotline, I'm yeah. missing. No. no. So, I mean, they could have had a line like, oh, we've taken care of the Sandins in like Purge yeah. 4 yeah. or something, and I just don't fucking know. So, please don't come at me. But, all I'm saying is that I think that there are a lot of high concepts here, but I don't think they had the capability to do them justice. Right. And when you play the game of Purge, you win or you die. <laughs> <laughs> they should have made her say that. Yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> 
But I guess that leads us to ratings. This is really hard because I love this premise so much. Yeah. And they do something very interesting with it later. Not so much here. And I do feel bad because I know that part of that is due to budget limitations. Yeah. When you're shooting for 19 days on $2.7 million, you can't really show the entire country doing the purge. No, but maybe... This is shitty, but maybe make a different movie then. Yeah. And yeah. save or the purge for when you got the you can do funds. it justice. You know what no, pisses me? Do a yeah. home invasion movie with yeah. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, well that's I what he did. Bill it Bill it as a home yeah, invasion no, movie. Yeah. I would watch that. But what pisses me off is that watching the credits, I see produced by Jason Blum. So I'm like, oh, of course, yeah. You know, low budget. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, low risk, high reward kind of a thing. Yeah. But then I also see produced by fucking Michael Bay. Oh. And I'm like, what? Where? Why didn't you sink some of that fucking yeah. Transformers money into this yeah, shit? Yeah, where's the Bay Bucks at? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, where's the explosions? Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I, that that confused me a lot because I was like, you know, it's not like you have one company financing this. Yeah, yeah. Platinum Dunes is not like a small art house studio. Yeah, they're they're fucking rich. They're not, <laughs> they're not small. No, but. I on the positives, Ethan Hawke and Lena Headey, mm-hmm. they always show up and we love them for it. Mm-hmm. There are some cool shots with the lighting. Yeah. And now my negatives. Now, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I, that's all I got. I don't think it leans into the politics of it enough. And what they do lean into is very, very heavy handed. Yeah. Either make it about the class war, make it about race or make it about both. Yeah. You're trying to do the best of both worlds. There's also a lot of both sides bullshit where it's like, well, you know, maybe the purge isn't bad. We need to look at this from a perspective that either the purge is bad or good. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you give it like this ambiguity, it kind of makes your movie seem a little aimless. Yeah. It does because, I mean, I don't know if America was divided. Wouldn't people like not be doing it or like protesting it or yeah. yeah i don't know anything it's just like everybody's embraced it and then now that it's happening inside your home they're like maybe this is bad yeah it's like yeah. i don't well, it's you weird have, you have it's like weird one dude calling to the tv show and he's like maybe it's all about cor- killing poor people but the economy's Goodbye. great yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what but again this is something that's so kind of infuriating to me because a lot of the complaints that we have with this film are corrected later in future installments. Okay. So it's kind of like, and this has never happened before that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The first film in the franchise is the worst. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. hard. That's weird. <laughs> that's hard to do. Because yeah. typically if that happens, you don't get a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, well, but this movie made a lot of money. Yeah. So I'm glad it did because I love seeing this premise explored better later. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, the TV show, while I didn't enjoy the first season, the second season's not that bad. Really? I actually enjoyed it. Hmm. I quite enjoyed it. (laughs) But all things on the table, out of 10 morally ambiguous murders, (laughs) I am going to give The Purge five morally ambiguous murders out of 10. I... uh, It hurts (laughs) because (laughs) you want this movie to be so good. Right. And... It it just wasn't for me. (laughs) I love it if you enjoy it, but I didn't. But I'm now going to open the floor to you. So I know I said, you know, my complaints earlier and whatever. (laughs) So I'll just real quick. The the 
just a racist kind of thing with it. It's kind of bothered me a lot and I didn't really notice it. And it's not like, like, like blatant with it, but uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's there. You know what I mean? It's, it's there. And even if you take that out, the, the choices everybody makes are fucking bonkers. <laughs> they are. Like it's. Uh, and it, if you explored the race issue in a more right. effective way, there would be no complaints. That's no, what I was about no. to say. If you would have just done it. Yeah. Instead of making us be like, what are you really talking about? Yeah. If you would have been like, it seems like you're hiding something. Yeah. If you call this dude a pig one more fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was we like, know dude. what you're, what you're yeah. using pig for. Yeah. So just say it. And then we can have it on the table. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just it just bothered me. You know what I mean? And I and I mean, you guys know me. I'm not the sensitive type. No. At all. Which is why it kind of surprised me. That, but, you, that you brought it up. It is a little surprising. But it, 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 well, it, it, it bothers me. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know what I mean? I get it. They're, you know, they're all actors. It's not real, whatever. But you you literally filled this movie with white people and like three people of different color. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Two. Oh, two. No, it was three. No, there was, yeah. You got uh, the neighbor that's Asian American. Oh, the one that we saw for 30 seconds. And I'm was, sorry, I and forgot. Was, and was promptly yeah. murdered. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. And that too. Why did he have to die? I don't know. Kill the dude that was screaming at that he was going to shoot the kid in the face, right. maybe. No, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like he's no, more he deserving goes, of a yeah, bullet. Yeah, he goes first. He lives, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he goes first. It's like, see you at the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We still carpooling, right, Steve? It's like, yeah. yeah Mondays. But, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, even that taken aside, the kids are bad. Yes. The Cersei, I don't understand what she was. You didn't even use her. No. It's like, I don't, I still stick to get, she should have been the lead. That would have worked. I agree she with you. Been the lead. I agree with you. And just give her some throwaway husband. Uh-huh. Nothing against Ethan Hawke because I do like him. Yeah. He's a good actor. No, we and, love Ethan yeah, Hawke. Yeah, but, but I, feel like, I feel like they used Ethan Hawke to get people to watch. Right. The only way to redeem that for me would be that after this film, it becomes Lena Headey's franchise. For sure. Oh, there you go. And she she's lived. in all of them. Yeah. yeah that's she, how, that's, but they didn't do that. But it, it just... I don't know, man. It it just didn't do it for me. And I no. know, and, and I even asked my two older kids and uh, Callista and John, I had asked them, I said, you guys seen it? And they were like, yeah, oh, well, we like it. And I was like, ah. I was like, <laughs> but, but again, like, you look so, so disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> and, and that's fine. You know what I mean? You like it. Yeah. Good. You know, I don't have a problem with it. You like it. That's you. <laughs> but me, for me, it just didn't. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. So on a scale from one to 10, morally ambiguous murders, best I can do is four. <laughs> I hey. thought it would be yeah, lower. Yeah. <laughs> and Well, Ethan Hawke and Cersei. Yes. yes. So uh, they get their own full ass point Very each. Fair. And then, I mean, it's, it, the premise is great. You know what I mean? Like the idea. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's see that. Yeah. You can't knock that at all. But this is just panic room, but in a house. <laughs> I mean, and then his security system, like you said, chains brought it down. They just put <laughs> so, it. They just put it to a truck and pulled it off. So, have you been selling this to people, knowing that it wasn't going to keep them safe? Yeah, yeah, he has. Which only makes so it we're worse. Supposed yeah. to root for you? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, you're a hero. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> That's the other thing I'll bring up is that there are a lot of things in this movie that I don't know what they're what we're supposed to be feeling about it. Right. And Ethan Hawke is one of them. And that's our protagonist. Like, I don't want to have to keep 
so he's bad no he's good yeah. no he's no and i get being a, a complex character but it didn't read that way it not read like all. y'all y'all didn't know if you wanted us to root <laughs> for him or not i don't know and that was another problem i had mentioned his character arc yeah there's not really a redemption story oh, and we never revisited the short story that charlie was talking about oh right and i feel like that was supposed to be foreshadowing of james dying for his family i don't know it didn't work for me for me i thought it was he he loved he loved people so much that it killed them and so he tore his heart out i thought maybe charlie was gonna die because he loved people so much that he let this man into the house and caused all of the turmoil yeah but okay but it didn't happen they didn't didn't commit to it no so every time i go last i feel like y'all have already said all my (laughs) whatever but I mean, I think it's pretty clear where I stand. Mm-hmm. I've been pretty vocal this episode, but I mean, I don't know. I also gave it a full point for Ethan Hawke, yeah. Nahidi, and the premise. The premise is so fucking yeah. good. Uh huh. They just dropped the ball with it. But on a scale from one to 10, morally ambiguous murders, I also gave The Purge five out of 10. Um, it was a four. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to step back and and look because there is some good in this. It's not trash. No, it's just disappoint. That's yeah, the only word I, it, I keep coming back to is disappointing. And if you watch it without thinking about it, just think of it as just a little tight home invasion horror. Right, film. right. Yeah, a home invasion horror film. Yes, it's not yes. what we were promised. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is not the purge. No. 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 That's next time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow. <laughs> Well, that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate The Purge and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at The Podmortem. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at TravisMWH, at Blood and Smoke, and at RealStreeter84. Please consider pledging to our Patreon and stay tuned until after the music for a special thank you to our Wendigo Getter patrons. And remember, while the ills of the world may not seem to affect you, All it takes is one mistake for them to end up on your doorstep. Until next time. Thank you for staying tuned. We want to give a very special shout out to all of our Wendigo Gitter patrons. Woo! Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Emergency. I've been saying that day. day. (laughs) Special thank you to Chris Ontiveros, Kristen Lofton, Megan Martinez, Kimberly Bass, Melanie Van Huston, Sophie Hodson, Anthony Jerome M., Jordan Nash, Kenton Allison O'Morton, Guy54, Lala Thomas, Travis and Nisa Hunter, Miguel Myers ATX, Mandy, Jennifer Perez, Pierre Lombard, Jacob Tyler, Carissa, TJ Bronson, Gabrielle Trevino, Spooky Mom, Andy Teague, Applin Ontiveros, Karima Rhodes, and Antonio Huerta. Thank you all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank thank you. you. Yes, thank you all, and we hope that we can put a smile on your face, even if everyone around you is urgent for a purchase. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like that sometimes. It's a tough life. It's a hard knock life. (laughs) Until next time.